blowing that thing like a hot wheel. Lucas! What are you doing here? That's them. It's their fault. True, yeah, totally true. It's absolutely our fault. I don't understand what happened to that car. Elle has superpowers. I'm sorry? Superpowers. She threw it with her mind. Come on, catch up. That's Elle? Who's Elle? I'm sorry. Who are you? I'm Robin. I work with Steve. She cracked the top secret code. Yeah, which is how we found out about the Russians in the first place. Russians? But what Russians? The Russians! Those were Russians? Some of them. What are you talking about? Didn't you hear our code red? Yeah, I couldn't understand half of what you were saying. Goddamn low battery. How many times do I have to tell you with the low battery? Yeah, well, everything worked out, didn't it, Steve? Worked out? We almost died. Yeah, but we didn't, did we? Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 149. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast, where today's episode is Strange by Design. Bigger, better, stranger, thinger. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't it be Strange by Design 3 if we're going with the... Uh, ah, shit. You fucked it up, James. Sure. Strange by Design 3. That no, doesn't matter, no. Bigger, better, be- stranger, thinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. I'm Justin. And, Hi, um, Justin. Uh, today's a little bit of a bummer. Yeah. So uh, the, the design part of Strange by Design has always been our good friend Alex. Yes. He's always been here, at least for the last two years, of doing Stranger Things uh, Seasons 1 and Seasons 2. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be here this week. And, uh, you know, we, we he, was, he was missing. He was MIA for a little bit. And then we found him. And he was said he was going to be here. And then, unfortunately, some stuff came up. And he had to cancel last minute. So uh, we yeah, are doing this without Alex, but he is here in spirit. He is in spirit, and uh, we'll we'll crack a can and set it right here by this empty seat. Oh yes, and uh, I mean it's symbolic. Eventually, I'm gonna drink it, <laughs> but, but we'll put it there anyway. So Alex, we miss you, buddy, and we, we do, wish we you do. were here, man. I know he's listening to this, whether it be now or in like six months. Well, maybe. Not, not right now. When he's around a tiki bar. Not not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, he makes fantastic tiki drinks with the the uh, the dry dry ice and everything. You it's know what amazing. it was? I know why he canceled. Why? Because he didn't want to hear me ridiculing him for two hours about not there not being a search the city vinyl. <laughs> that's that, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> was that was that during the first? It was during thing? the first one. Yeah. yeah. How's that going, by the way? Oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's got sometime. <laughs> you promised twenty twenty three on uh, episode two. Did I? You did. So, okay. still, oh, you're, still okay. so got, you're still on track. You're still on Yeah, yeah. We got a few years then. <laughs> Waiting for one guy to get out of jail. You know. Yeah. I'm me. Sure, I'm sure he's in jail. It's me. Least. I'm in jail. Oh, I'm actually you. calling from jail right now. That's a fun fact. Every single episode you've listened to for the past three years, I've actually been in prison. <laughs> the power of uh, digital here. But uh, yeah, how's uh, how's the last week been for you, gentlemen? Oh, I've done nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> I'm, nothing. I'm not even going to pretend this time. I didn't do much. Yeah. Did I? I don't, I don't know. know. I, I played Jaws with you and Jansen. Mm, we did. That was fun. We did. We're, we're getting we're getting the hang of the Jaws now. Oh, it's such a good game. It, it takes it takes a minute to get into it to like actually like figure out what you're doing. But once you do, it, it looks more daunting than it is, and mm. it's so fun. I might also think it's such a good game because I 
I always win. <laughs> but yep. it's because it's because I've played the part of the shark both times. Brucey. Brucey. And uh I feel we feel like there may be a little advantage yeah, it's given a, it's a toward bit, the shark. It's a bit lopsided in, in terms of the advantage, um, for yeah. sure. I think that we could if 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 it gets to the point where literally the shark has been winning every single time for We'll we'll amend the rules. We a might amend bit. the rules to make it a little bit easier. That's not above us because we or we're not above that because we've done it to several games at this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So Listen, sometimes <clears throat> we know better than the game manufacturers. That's true. You know, that's what I'm very true. We uh we went and saw Sugar Ray. Oh wait, did we say that last episode? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Mike and I went and saw Sugar Ray again. We did. We did. So Mike has seen Sugar Ray twice in two weeks. Oh, something I never goodness. thought that I would ever be able to do in my life. And how were they this time? You're good. It was it was a fun show. You you could tell that they they don't play together often and they're yeah. living their glory days, but they're having a good time and they and they and it, they were entertaining, which was cool. Well, so, so let me ask you now because we mentioned uh, after we went, uh, us two and my wife Erin, after we went, uh, that he's just such a great front man because he's so self aware. Oh yeah. You, did you get a sense of that? This yeah, time? like like there was stuff like talking about people in the back sitting there going, oh, when are they gonna play that uh that that one song? Oh, you mean this one? Hey, now you're an all star. <laughs> The whole band goes into it, and he goes, "Well, we're not because that's Smash Mouth. <laughs> we're the other '90s band, so they're 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 totally living it up as far they they know what they are. They're not trying to be something what yeah. they are. They know they're yep. they're bringing cool. you this '90s history and and stuff, and that's what's cool about we it. We got a couple of different covers out of the second show too. Oh, they really? covered the Violent Femmes and Sublime at this show, um, which they, they did not do at the. Uh, didn't the they one. cover Sublime at the other show? I think they might have done a little bit. They did the entire song, though. Which song was it? Uh, do you remember what song it was? What was I it Got? San- was it what, well, yeah, What I Got. Yeah, the- they played that at the show that we were at. I'm pretty sure. Did they? Yeah. Okay, I just didn't remember it then. And they did They did a couple other covers. I can't remember what they were, though. No. Well, Doesn't matter. Regardless, though, they still played the hits from Lemonade and Brownies, so I was very <laughs> happy. <laughs> but um, I think they sounded better at the second show. Um, he didn't sound as winded, probably because uh, he had just played two weeks prior. <laughs> but no, um, those are the 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 first one was a warm up. That's what it was because it's yes. the first time they've played in like six months, probably. Probably. And now he's all nice and warmed up and ready for Dodge Park. <laughs> that's where it was, right? It was, it at was Dodge yeah, Park. Yeah. Yep. That new pavilion there is nice. The, I, uh, except that they put the pavilion on top of the hill as opposed to at the bottom of the hill, which usually is how they do it. You mean the the stage? So the stage, yeah. The well, stage, the, well, yeah. The, yeah, the pavilion that the stage is under. Oh, it's I the, guess, the band shell, I guess I should say, because there's a pavilion too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the problem is, is if you're far away from the stage and you're looking up at it, when people are standing up, you can't see over them. Because rather than the ground sloping down like it yeah. would at an amphitheater yeah. show, the ground slopes up towards the stage. <laughs> so we, we so barely, stupid. so we could barely see them the entire show. We actually oh. sat down once, and then the people in front of us stood up. So we're like, okay, well, let's move over here. There's an opening. And as soon as we get over there, the people in front of us stand up. That's <laughs> we're just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> but uh, but it was a good show though. Cool, 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 cool. You yes, guys uh, had anything else going on lately? I officially moved the last box out of my house. Yep. I saw the picture today. It took it took a month and a half to move, which was the biggest mistake that I've ever made. Because I am 45 days of pretty much every, at least every other day moving shit <laughs> is for the birds. Hmm. I should have done it all in one go and just been done with it, but... Yeah. But well, it's whatever. Done. It's, it's done, done now. And goodbye to the to the, uh, the old Elmira house. Yeah, it's too a lot bad. Of, a lot of good times in that house. Yep. Well, I guess, uh, actually, technically, you're still a resident until tomorrow. So after we well, the power's off today. After so. <laughs> we, after we leave tonight, 
from this show, we're going to go have a bonfire. One last bonfire. Light the house on fire? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I can't have you, no one will. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, other than that, though, that's, that's pretty much been it. Cool. Well, cool, I, cool, I don't cool. know if you remember uh, last week you were commenting on how manly I am. Yeah. <laughs> how I am the manliest of all your friends. Well, I have an even more manlier oh, now shit. Okay. than I was last week. All right, all right. hit me with it. Yeah, Because you are what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> I decided one day, I said, you know what? I'm going to take this piece of wood and I'm going to take the sandpaper. I'm going to apply it on my car and I just sanded it all. Did you? <laughs> Wait, you, like you wrap the uh, sandpaper around the block of wood? That, that's the manliest way to do it. And then just, so you didn't even use like a like an orbital sander or anything. No. You just sanded it off by Sand hand. Sand by hand. No, I think the, the more manly way to do it would be just to glue it to your hand and just wax on, <laughs> wax off there, the There was car. a lot of sandpaper. I, I actually can't use my thumbprint to open my phone anymore. <laughs> Because it doesn't recognize my fingerprint. <laughs> so there was a lot of that, but John Doe. There you go. More manly than ever. The the manliest way would be to go out and uh, do a few weeks of hard labor and then use just the calluses on your hands to, <laughs> to rub, rub the paint off of the car. So that, that's been you, my week. I actually took the week off work to do that to prep to uh, to paint the old vehicle. You which did, is also manly. You did manufacture pretty much an entirely new bumper out of a thrashed, bent-up piece of crap bumper or a fender i had a fender that was a fender that, that was yeah. stepped on and creased and i was like oh i gotta buy a new one and i said i can fix that and i made it show car ready so <laughs> I'm a man. took some time but it's uh there's pride in it that's all you're so cool dude. i just love i come over that's not sarcasm i think you're cool i'm not that cool <laughs> yeah I, I just think it's funny it took him 10 years to get the car back together he finally gets it back together it's together for a month and he already took it all apart <laughs> i'm like yeah I'm, I'm gonna stop driving this for the next <laughs> week <laughs> <laughs> it looks good though, dude. It looks real good. But uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's all we did, right? Yes, that's all we got. Yes, that's it. Yes. All right. All right. We 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 we. Let's uh, let's move on into some corrections. Let's do it. Stupid! You're so stupid! Oh, I lost it. I lost it. You lost what? I lost it. Oh no! <laughs> I lost my notes. Correction, where, where, like sucks ah, at this. It. I found it. All right. Uh, corrections. Um, uh, this is actually a correction for you. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, turns out the school in Child's Play is not the same school as in Cooties. Bullshit. Uh, Cooties was shot entirely in Los Angeles. I did mm -hmm. not find it a specific place, but it was shot entirely in Los Angeles. Uh, whereas Child's Play was shot entirely in. Chicago. Yeah, More Chicago. specifically, it was shot at the Mayo Elementary School on 37th Street in Chicago. That's very specific. I did some sleuthing mm. this past week. All it's right. a fun word to say, sleuthing. Sleuth. Sleuthing. The, he's a sleuth. Um, the sleuth with the goose. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what um, that means, so also, I'm going to move on. Also, but that's, the, they the, look exactly alike so then. The article that I was reading was from 2013. Uh -huh. And as of 2013, the school in Chicago had been demolished. And Cooties was filmed in 2014. Shit. So there's no possible way on two fronts that it could have been the same school. You, sir, <sighs> are an idiot. I didn't... Did I say that it was It was definitely the, the one? Yes. Son of a bitch. Yes. You are very, very confident. <sighs> all right, well... And you are also very, very wrong. This really doesn't dash my confidence at all. I'm still a very confident individual, but... Uh, yeah, it should. Yeah, okay. Well... That's you're just going to be terrible in all aspects of your life. You'll be in the bedroom. <laughs> it wasn't the same school. Your wife's just like, why are you crying on me? <laughs> I'm just sweating from my eyes. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, so that's it for correction. That's it. That's all okay. we got. Okay. Well, this week, boys and girls, we are talking about Stranger Things 3. 
Yes. Season finally. three of finally. Stranger Things. It's when finally did, arrived. When did Stranger Things 3 actually come out? Was it like uh, a month ago? Probably. I think it was July, around the 4th of July or something like that. Yeah, I think I, I want to early July. I think it was. So we're only a couple weeks behind. We're not that far behind. No, yeah, not too bad. Um, I think we've because uh, here's the deal. If late. you've listened to our other Stranger Things episodes, you know that we don't hold back on the spoilers. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's good that we <laughs> wait a few weeks to do this because we, you know, this gives sure. you time to watch it. If you haven't watched it already, you're probably not a huge Stranger Things fan. And if Let's you're, face it. And if you're listening to this and you haven't listened, haven't watched the show. And you listen to the intro that sort of gives away a couple of little plot points and you're cursing at us, go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah it's our show. We do whatever we want. Listen, you you clicked on an episode called Stranger Things 3. Well, Strange by Design Things. But you know it's about Stranger Things 3. Why would you start it and also, if you haven't watched it yet? And also, so this is your fault. And also, here's a little glimpse into the future. When we post this episode, <laughs> it will say spoiler alert. So it it, it, it's, it's entirely on you if you clicked on this. We're the best hosts ever. We're just telling all of our fan base that you are terrible listen, for listening to us. <laughs> listen, pricks. Yeah. So anyway, we're talking about Stranger Things three today. Yeah. And uh, I this don't beer is a bit of a stretch. Yeah, I don't know about this one, Mike. It, um, I might need to explain it. Uh, tell you what, talk about it, and we'll you know. Okay. Yeah. This one, it's going to take a couple minutes to explain. So we'll just go into it here. Um, from Shorts Brewing Company. This is called Chief Hopper. Mm, I, yeah, Double India Pale Ale. Hopped with Vic Secret Simcoe and Centennial Hops. I'm sorry, okay. Vic Secret Simso- Simcoe <laughs> does not sound appealing. <laughs> Vic, well, those are three different things. Vic Secret. Who's Vic? What's his secret? And why is it a Simcoe? Sim- what, what does a Simcoe mean to you? I don't know. I, it, can mean, it can mean a lot of things to me because I have a dirty head. <laughs> so Wash that thing, Michael. <laughs> Uh, wash some of that pomade out. Um, so yeah, do you want to explain this? Because Chief Hopper, that seems like kind of yeah, a stretch to me. There's a picture. There's a picture of a uh, looks like a sheriff, like a, the chief of maybe a small town um, police department. Yeah. Uh, he's wearing a brown um, khaki, a brown khaki police suit, if you will. With a with a fedora. With a fedora. He's got mm. he's got a white and brown truck behind him. Yeah. Um I have no idea where this could possibly be from. Yeah, and then and then he has his face is made out of hops, which is, you know, hence Chief Hopper. <clears throat> so I don't really know what that has to do with the show at all. <laughs> um yeah, no, in all fairness, this could not be the more a more on the nose beer for this. I actually tried finding this last year, if you remember. And yeah. it was only available in the variety pack. Which, because we had done Stranger Things two so late last year, this obviously they're they're brewing it to come out around Stranger Things time. Oh, for and sure. I think because we had been so late on it, I couldn't find it anymore. Because uh, I was talking to my guy, and it seems to be, according to him, at least, it was a very limited release. So, um, I'm usually Shorts Brew puts the thing right on the box. Am I not seeing that for some reason? Um, you are not as stupid of a stupid person as you normally are. Oh, okay. Well, Check that makes bottles, me feel man. better. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bottles, oh, look at oh, that. Nope, stupid person. <laughs> <laughs> Is it right there? No, no, I'm talking about oh. my bottles. Uh, still not on the bottle either. Ah, well, yeah, what the hell? I, I, there's not shorts... much to read about it. I mean, it's it's pretty much what it is. You know? <laughs> well, hey, I like I like doing the descriptions. Right Here at Shorts Brewery, we found our own Chief Hopper. <clears throat> we got them all sweaty and wrung them out. And what you have <laughs> is the wrung out sweat from Chief. All Hopper. right, here we go. I oh. found it. Cheap Hop, <laughs> Cheap Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Chief Hopper is a double IPA hopped with Vic Secret, 
Simcoe, and Centennial Hops, inspired by the show Stranger Things. Oh, there you go. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Chief Hopper is deep golden color and has a dense white head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dank aromas of pine, grapefruit, pineapple, and mango are accompanied by just a hint of malt. Smooth and balanced in flavor, a citrus forefront is matched with equal malt flavor. I feel like it's a dis- good description for the beer and also for the character of Jim Hopper. I think that was the, the point. Yeah. So uh, Congratulations, James. You picked up on the joke. Shut <laughs> your stupid mouth. 9.2% ABV. Whoa, oh, wow. baby. She's, she's heavy. She's heavy. It's a spicy meatball. She's, she's got a lovely brazier. Be- before you dig in, James, I want you to try some. This beer is called what now? Chief Hopper. I want you to say Chief Hopper followed by Heath Chopper and just say that back and forth as fast as <laughs> many times as you can. Wait, so it's Chief Hopper, Heath Chopper? <laughs> Right? Yeah, go ahead. Chief Hopper, Heath Chopper. Chief Hopper, Chief Chopper. <laughs> Shit. You do it. Let me hear it. I can do it. Chief Hopper, Heath Chopper. Chief Hopper, Heath Chopper. <laughs> Chief Hopper, Heath Chopper. Chief Hopper. It's hard. Yeah, it's once, hard. Man, that's I'm it. not even going to try it. Yes, you are. Nope. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Chief Hopper, Hop Chief. Or Heath Chief Hopper. No, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's give this a try, boys. Kinky. Ooh, wait. There we go. Oh, it's so thick. It's not even... It's standing ooh, it's still when I turn it sideways. It's frothy. It's like it's it's like a, a blizzard at Dairy Queen. You could turn it upside down and it would <laughs> just stand it. the bottle. Try it. <laughs> All right. Yummy, yummy. Oh, hopper tastes good. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Tastes like it's been uh, sitting in a cabin in the woods mm. for the past six months. I, I tell you what, there's, there's something about dense head that just... <laughs> It's just delicious. It's pretty good, but I've had danker things. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm really enjoying the dank, uh, the dank notes of pine, grapefruit, and pineapple. It's a really good beer, though. Um, on a scale of one to ten, I give this an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nice. I All was right. thinking more of the nine point two. Is that what it was? Is that what it was? The, uh, this does not taste like a high, like a higher alcohol content though. This dangerous. Is, this is really smooth. It's actually really good. Just like Chief, just like Chief Jim Hopper, it's unassuming, but it's dangerous. I know, right? Right. Um, yeah, this is what delicious. A, if you can a, find this, uh, absolutely pick this up because it's delicious. Yeah, it's very good. Well, right. And um, <laughs> if you've ever wondered what Chief Hopper tastes like, hmm, Chief Chopper. Now you know. I actually, uh, the the in, this entire season, I was wondering that. So now I know, and I'm I'm this I'm, joke. I'm very. I'm very pleasantly surprised. What Jay just said reminded me, and this will make a lot more sense when we actually talk about uh, season three here. What? But I really wish there was a line where the the main humanoid or human bad guy was like, "Get to the hopper." <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, it would have been awesome. It'll make way more sense when we talk about him later. But <laughs> when you say humanoid bad no, guy, not, you no, mean I said human. human. I said human. Yeah. I think you said humanoid. And then I corrected myself. Oh. But you're not listening to me. No. Again. I, I rarely do. All right. Uh, well, um, well, let's just get into your favorite part of the entire Speaking show. Speaking of things I don't want to listen to. Well, okay. I talked to Jimmy Tony earlier today. Yeah. And I got to tell you, it sounds like this uh, retreat he went on worked some wonders on him. Oh, really? Yeah, he sounds like a completely new man. Really? And uh, I think he's got some things to say to you. I oh, fe- I can't I, wait. I feel like uh, I feel like maybe there's... Maybe there's there's something about to happen between you two guys that are... A fist fight. Not a fist fight. I, I feel like he wants to make make a little reconciliation. A kiss fight. A kiss fight, if you will. Um, I'm not going anywhere near that man with kisses. Why? Uh, have you seen him? Yeah. Yeah. I've had a kiss fight with him before. It was pretty fun. 
You fucking hill folk. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Last, he, he, he was video chatting with me the other day, and I thought he had, had grown some new facial hair. But it was actually like some wool or left on there still. <laughs> it was just the back. I thought you were saying it was just the back of James's head. <laughs> I, I, I know it's your cousin, but I. It, he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't been able to bring himself to wash his beard since Beverly passed away. So <laughs> it can, is what it is. Because he can still taste her, like uh, in the beard. Mm. Still taste you, Beverly. Oh, All right, let's let's, uh, let's 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 so stop making bad. fun of my family, boys, and let's give him a call. So bad. <laughs> It's Jimmy Tony's Marvelous Minute! Alright, uh, so we're gonna do this song and dance again. Yeah, we got Jimmy Tony on yep. the line here. Hey, Bear. Yeah, boys. Jimmy. Hey, it's lovely to, lovely to hear from you, boys. I hope you're having a fine evening. Uh, is this, is this Jimmy we, Tony or the Colonel? We should are, try again. I think we dialed the wrong number. I think so. You are speaking to James Anthony. I feel like I should be ordering chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like. Oh, Michael, you are a delight. You know that. Oh, he, he knows your name. It's got to be Jimmy <laughs> Tony. Okay, this is weird. Hey, well, Jimmy Tony, what's uh, going on? You sound a little different today, man. Well, let me tell you, fellas, uh, I'm a changed man, you see. I'm a changed man. I've spent the last two weeks in the woods with some of the finest people I've ever met in my life, and uh, i got to tell you, I feel free. I feel free from all the anger that I was feeling before. Wow. You, you, you sound... You sound different michael i halfway believe this i uh i want to tell you something boys uh if i had my druthers we'd all start again as kin especially you and me michael oh uh i, I, I you know i just want to apologize to you i've come on to this show several times and uh i've, I've always been kind of mean to you son and, uh, i just want to apologize for a few things okay uh for, first off i want to apologize for calling your mother and Telling her that you're a member of the furry community. That was you? That was me, son. I'm, I apologize. She's been on my tail for like two weeks for that. Yeah, I understand. I, I understand, <laughs> and I, I truly do. I, I truly do feel uh, sorrowful about the whole thing. I just want to apologize for that. Another thing I want to apologize for is uh, telling you that you have the soft, feminine hands of a female jewelry model. Uh, I don't think you actually said that to me. <laughs> Oh, really? Well, look at that, boys. It's gotten to the point where I'm actually apologizing for the thoughts that I think. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear what else he's been thinking. <laughs> Damn, Jimmy Tony. It sounds like you're a changed man after all this. It's, it's good to see. Well, yeah, man. Well, does it, boys? It, does it, it? it really does. Yeah, yeah. I, I said it does. I got you, bitches. Um, <laughs> there it is. You look so damn stupid right now. <laughs> you know, you know what scares me about that, Jimmy? Telling is the, is the fact that you're. It sounds like you're actually capable of being a real human being, and you choose not to. Oh, is that what it sounds? That's like? That's what it sounds Michael. like. Well, you're wrong, son. You're a pussy. Oh, you fucking asshole. That ain't asshole. ever gonna change. And guess what? You do have the soft, feminine hands of a female jewelry <laughs> model. <laughs> well, <laughs> better than the calloused, hairy hands that you got, man. Yeah, well, yeah, no, uh, yeah, I, I split from that place about 30 minutes after I called you boys last week. They found out that me and Gary Tommy were making hooch in the bathtub. When they threatened to make us pay for the cleaning bill, we flew out of that place faster than a fart in a fan factory. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty. That's pretty damn fast. Yeah, now, so now I'm on the lamb, boys. <laughs> uh, you're 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 moving on from Beverly that quick? What you? No, come on, man. I mean, I'm, I'm on the run. Uh, well, I mean, I, you can never be too sure with you, Jimmy. I'm actually I'm hiding out. I'm calling you from the parking lot of a of a Walmart right now. I think I'm in a what the hell is this piece of shit? I think it's a Ford Taurus. <laughs> Taurus. <laughs> yeah, Taurus. 
<laughs> oh, speaking of oh, tore, like tore ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. Oh, oh Jesus. Beverly. All right. Uh, all right. So did you watch a movie this week or no? I did, boys. It's Thor The Dark World. All right. All right. Well, the Dark World is his, uh, is that your sex life? Was it good or was it bad? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've moved on, boys. I can start to laugh about it again. It feels good. Oh, yeah. Okay. So let's, let's hear what you got. All right. <clears throat> Thor The Dark World. The Dark Elves head by Malekith, played by Doctor Who. And, uh, the rest of them are played by them Jabberwocky boys from America's Best Dance Crew. It's good to see that those boys are still getting work. All right, these fellas want to restore the universe to complete darkness using the ether, but they uh, they die miserably in the process, right? Fast forward a few millennia, and the lovely Jane Foster finds herself being sucked into a wormhole and becoming one with the ether, which turns her into a bit of a walking, talking beacon for the few surviving dark elves. Uh, let me tell you, boys, this is not my experience with doing ether. <laughs> the last time I did it, I lost about three days of my life, and I woke up buck-ass naked in my neighbor's barn. Come that, to think of it, that's actually the day I met Beverly, God bless her soul. <laughs> anyway, Thor Thor takes Jane back to Asgard and spends the rest of the movie saving her and every damn buddy else from the Dark Elves. And, uh, I'm, I'm you know, he, he messes around with Loki a bit, and, uh, oh. There's them hounds. You know what? Just, that's your minute, man. Jimmy I'll, Tony's I'll just, marvelous minute. What I'll you just get? call it then because that's... Uh, what else you got? Go ahead. pretty much just spend the rest of the movie fighting. That's about it, and it's pretty damn good. So let's uh, let's round this out with some scores, shall we? All right. Kat Dennings, if you remember her from the first movie, I gave her a one. I'm going to add another one to her score, and that's, uh, that's a grand total of two for each movie that she didn't annoy the shit out of me. <laughs> Uh, Eric Selvig, Dr. Eric Selvig, played by Stellan Skarsgård, gets a 10 for being one of the only men who can effectively pull off my attire of choice. Shirt and shoes with no pants. <laughs> Malekith, the dark elf, gets an 8.5 for being able to sleep for 5,000 years, wake up, get half of his face torn off, and still look more physically appealing than my mother-in-law. <laughs> and uh, overall, I'd say Thor, the dark world, and I'm going to give it about a... Uh, going by the Chris Jordan scale, I'd say maybe a seven out of ten. Oh wow! It's I good. liked. I enjoyed it, boys. It's, it's, I enjoyed it very much. It's good to know that, you, that you're using the proper uh, rating scale. Well, you should teach uh, your cousin that. Yeah, I know. He's a he's a dumbass. Where is he, by the way? Ah, he's logging it somewhere. <laughs> Figures. All right, boys. Well, that's it for Thor: The Dark World. Now I'm out of here. All right, Jimmy Tony. Thank you, Jimmy Tony. Later. We will regretfully talk to you again next week. I heard that. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, well, I thought for a second there, he was, he was sounding different, man. <sighs> yeah, I didn't know how to take it. I kind of, I kind of figured something was amiss because, uh, but like I said, it sounds like he can be normal when he wants to be, which makes me question this whole, he, uh, he sounded good. I, I mean, it, it was like that finally changed him and he could just be, like you said, be a better person, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, too bad it didn't what, are, what did I miss? Uh, Jimmy Tony's an asshole and, uh, he has, <laughs> he had us on for no about, uh, for about five minutes there, maybe not five minutes, but you know, he had us on telling us that he was a changed man. Turns out he got kicked out of the place for making hooch in the oh, toilet. Oh, did, did he do the foghorn leghorn thing? Mm, yep. <laughs> he was, yep. he was using yep. real words. <laughs> I feel like that was, that, like, that's the closest thing to pillow talk that he gets. Yeah, I guess I should have warned you guys about that. I've, I've seen him do that before. Of, of course, he pillow talks like a damn animal. That's, <laughs> that, why does that not shock me? Um, it also makes me wonder. He keeps talking about his mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, does he have a wife? Uh, and how yeah. does she feel about Beverly? About, or, it was it was all a, a it was all very um, 
It's a very amicable relationship. Oh God! Now, yeah. I, got, now I got pictures of weird three ways. Say, an, <laughs> say animal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All oh. right, let's move on from that. All right. Well, uh, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. And that was Jimmy Tony. Let's get into the bleed feed. A uh, little bit of news. Uh, good news. No deaths this week. Oh, nice. At least, at least not in our circles. I'm no. sure someone died, and to that guy, sucks to be you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know who doesn't suck to be, though? What? Guillermo del Toro. I mean, who? <laughs> who? Where? <laughs> Where? Uh, Guillermo del Toro does not suck to be him, because on April 6th, uh, of next year, he's going to be getting a Hollywood Walk of Fame star. Nice. Pretty awesome. Well-deserved. And well-deserved. He's Absolutely. being honored for his uh, his contributions to the science fiction uh, and fantasy worlds and all that stuff. So F and A. Good on him. Only took him a couple of, you know, a couple of Oscars to get there, but uh, <laughs> good on him. That's awesome. So that's pretty cool. So if you're in uh, if you're in or around the uh, Los Angeles area next April, uh, go check out your favorite... Uh, Spanish director. For sure. Get a, get a star on the old Hollywood Walk of Fame. For sure. Uh, let's see here. Um, we got some it news. Okay. Uh, when the after the rough bleh, I can't talk after the first rough cut that clocked in at nearly four hours long, uh, Andy Muschietti confirms that it chapter two will officially clock in at two hours and forty five minutes. All right. So it's going to be a long one. It's going to be a half an hour longer than part one which is already which is a pretty lengthy movie at sure two hours 15 minutes so uh so do you think when they release the blu-ray it'll have that yeah i think that uh you know they promised when it chapter one was released we were going to get a director's cut mm-hmm. and then we never got it yeah. but she promises that we're going to get it for it too she and oh uh, Bar- barbara machete yeah, yeah 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 uh so i mean who knows maybe they're waiting to double dip when it two comes out they'll mm-hmm. release the it one director's cut finally who knows but uh, they claim that it is coming at cool. least for two so right. that's pretty cool um coming to amazon uh, pretty soon here in the not too distant future we're getting an i know what you did last summer series really yeah it's it's a, it's a series that's going to be aimed at like the, the young adults you know segment of the world um, of course uh, but but it's being produced by none other than james wan so uh, we are big fans of James Wan here. Mm-hmm. Some people have fallen off the Wan wagon. We have not. The, <laughs> the, the Wan wagon. The Wan wagon. Uh, we have not. We're still big fans of his and stuff that he's uh, a part of. So I will absolutely give this a shot when it comes out. Sure. Yeah. Uh, plus, it's on a streaming service I already pay for. All right. So, <laughs> so I will definitely check it out. Uh, so yeah, for, if you're a fan of the series, um, or at least the first two movies, if you're a fan of the third movie, you're, we're not, we're you. not fans of you. <laughs> There's something seriously wrong with you. Yeah. Um, speaking of things that are wrong with that's a bad segue okay speaking of uh <laughs> some halloween horror let's news let's get into some corrections i have no idea how i was gonna segue that some halloween <laughs> horror nights news uh-huh. coming up and this means a lot to me this year oh, uh it is announced that for this year's spectacle uh it will feature a brand new killer clowns from outer space maze nice uh so this is uh, i'm gonna read the um the excerpt here that was on uh, bloody disgusting because they do a pretty good job of describing it mm-hmm. it says uh based on the cult 1980s film favorite the killer clowns from outer space mazes will transport guests to the sleepy small town of crescent cove taken over by a pack of murderous clown-like creatures guests will be lured by the sweet smell of cotton candy and ice cream and find themselves in an otherworldly circus tent where they'll come face to face with the crazed clowns and their sinister side-splitting antics as they make their way through the 
big top spaceship, guess we'll witness diabolical clowns making cotton candy cocoons from unsuspecting victims and we'll realize the joke's on them as they are next to become the gooey snack. From one shrieking clown to the next, the mazes will lead guests through the doomed community of Crescent Cove to an eerie amusement park closed for the season. Trapped in a terrifying funhouse full of killer clowns, guests will be left screaming as there's no stopping this twisted three-ring circus. Damn. Damn. That right? sounds good. So, so Killer Clowns had a little something before in previous Horror Nights, but they never had their own full-on mazes. Mm -hmm. So this is a brand new for this year. And I'm very excited because I am taking steps to go to L.A. to go to the Horror Nights this year. Mm -hmm. I've been talking about it for a lot of years, and I'm finally pulling the trigger. Going to go visit Vito, or we're going to make it happen this year. Nice. So uh, all this news now means a hell of a whole lot more to me. <laughs> <laughs> so between that and Ghostbusters, and there's like six other mazes they have yet to even announce, I'm thrilled. You should make a pit stop. Thrilled. Pit stop in Vegas on your way home to go to the Saw escape room. Oh, my God. Do if it. I, I should like have a layover of like a day and just go do it. Do it. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, okay, let's see here. Uh, we got some Halloween kills news. All right. Uh, so the rumor is, and this is just rumor at this point, but it's a pretty pretty good rumor, uh, is that Tommy Doyle is going to be returning to Haddonfield for the next sequel. Uh, Tommy Doyle was originally played by Brian Andrews in the original, and then Paul Rudd took up the mantle in The Curse of Michael Myers. Mm -hmm. Now, the weird part about this is that, according to the source, um, Paul Rudd was approached to reprise the role in Halloween Kills, which wouldn't make a whole lot of sense seeing how they retconned everything after the first Halloween <clears throat> movie. So it would be very strange to have him back in that role when it's not connected to the other movies. Uh, luckily, Paul Rudd turned it down oh. because he's doing Ghostbusters. Mm -hmm. So, But that's still weird to me. I don't know. Well, like, I, it seems weird they would approach him for that. No, you just have to just kind of put it aside, you know? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But um, And then also, this is more Halloween news, um, David Gordon Green promises this is going to be the end of, quote, his Laurie Strode, Michael Myers story. Uh, as he said, uh, he goes, they're never done telling the Frankenstein story, and at this point, Michael Myers is a classic movie monster. But our Jamie Lee Curtis as Laurie Strode, Michael Myers saga will be done. Um, Danny McBride then continued. He goes, I'm sure that when we're done, other people will come in and do the same thing or have their own reinvention. Michael Myers is an iconic enough to allow that. Uh, he's like James Bond, where you can have different actors and different filmmakers. He represents something so simple and scary that he can be translated by lots of different people. And I love that. I love that take on it. Mm -hmm. Because so many people just get pissed off. Like, oh, they're doing Michael Myers again. Or they fucked up my version of Michael Myers. Right, right. It's like, no, they didn't. Like, just... Yeah. It, I know just, it, it sounds played off, but like if you don't like the new iterations, just don't watch, don't them. watch them. They're not made for you then. Right. You know, like I love the idea that they're going to keep doing it, and there's going to be new stories. And like I love the fact that there's the Rob Zombie versions. I love that there's this timeline. I love that there's the original timeline. Like well, it's super cool. And how many how many new fans are they bringing to the Halloween franchise? Like, sure. Not the not the Halloween franchise. I guess well, franchise. I mean, sure. It could the be. Halloween universe. You know, like it, especially younger people. That yeah, didn't there grow are up young. On. There are younger people who have never even seen the original. Which. Mm -hmm. Obviously, hopefully, the newer movies will kind of point them back in that direction sure. to take them back to watch Not the original. But like, for the, why for would the, you complain about getting more Michael Myers for for the for horror filmmakers and the horror community to not continuously have like the big 
like four, if you will. Mm -hmm. Like you have Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, and like Pinhead, something like that. I don't know. Like, if you could <laughs> Leatherface. Leatherface, yeah. yeah. Like if we didn't reinvent these characters and keep those characters strong, that would be like Starbucks just not <clears throat> serving coffee anymore and only serving delicious baked treats. Like that wouldn't be Starbucks. I mean, I do like delicious. You know baked what I mean. Treats, you know but... what I mean. <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? No, it's like you yeah. you have to have your standbys, and they're always going to come out with new coffee flavors. Right. Like just, it just if you don't like it, don't drink it. Right. Yeah. Horror. It's like Horror. fucking coffee. <laughs> Blackest coffee. Um, all right. What's uh, what's new on Blue? All right. Baby James. Universal Home Entertainment <laughs> will be uh, will be bringing us The Dead Don't Die on digital September 3rd, followed by Blue DVD and VOD on September 10th. This zombie flick has a huge cast, including Tilda Swinton, Steve Buscemi, Danny Glover, Caleb Landry-Jones, Rosie Perez, Iggy Pop, Sarah Driver, RZA, yeah, you heard that right. Rizzo, Fashiza, Selena Gomez, and of course, Bill Murray and Adam Driver. And we'll feature uh, bonus material, <laughs> including behind-the-scenes footage and interviews. What? For some reason when you said that, I thought you said Bill Murray and his and Adam, his driver. <laughs> it's like, man, he's really making his driver popular in Hollywood. <laughs> No, this that that movie. I mean, I I don't really great. know much yeah. about it, but it, it looks kinda good. It kind of came out of nowhere. <clears throat> yeah, it really did. Like, I remember th there wasn't anything being said about the making Some of this. Just kind of like the trailer dropped. I'm like, what the fuck? is I this? remember the buzz on on uh, like in message boards and stuff. It, people thought it was fake at first. Yeah, because yeah. they're like, what the? Like, well, was the tr trailer was dropped around April Fool's Day, I think. Yeah, I think so. so. Yeah. I think everyone thought that was like a fake trailer. Um, next up, coming in October from Criterion Collection is Godzilla, the Showa mm, era. Yes. A box set featuring 15 digitally restored films uh, from the original Showa era Godzilla films. Um, they were made between 1954 and 1975. Those, AKA those 15 all the classic, yeah. classic good ones. Exactly. I have the list, but I'm not going to read them all. Look them up if you want to see them. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's loaded down with special features and comes in an awesome box set. Did you check out this I did. box the set? Art, it looks really cool. The art on this box set is super weird for a Godzilla set. It's very it's like, all like, like art poppy sort of. Yeah, it's all neon colors yeah. and like very bubbly drawings. Really cool though. Um, but, so uh, yeah. yeah, it comes with a bunch of special features, uh, including a deluxe hardcover book filled with essays, notes on the film, and illustrations by a number of artists. Um, so, so we're gonna start. Cool. We're gonna start a Patreon, mm -hmm. and uh, for every five dollars that people pledge to us. It's mm -hmm. going to go into buying me this box set. Oh. Um, because it's like $175, I think, for oh, the box set. Oh, is it really? I didn't see so, the price so, point. So we're going to have a Patreon. It's going to buy me. And the only the only prize tier that there's going to be is me sending you a handwritten letter thanking you for your $5 for my birthday gift. That he writes with his right hand. Yes. So it'll look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> also, if he wrote it with his left hand, it would also look it like shit. It would also look like Cause, shit. Because <laughs> Mike dropped out of school in the third grade. Uh, <laughs> all right, last up. Uh, recently, we talked about an R-rated version of the quirky 90s flick, Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh, yes. The uh, gore no, Known as the gore cut. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome has announced a new 4K restoration of the gore cut that will be featured at Fantastic Fest. Followed up with a blue release, which will be available during their Black Friday sale in November. So as this goes, I just got my hands uh, on a copy of the bootleg of this. We mm -hmm. talked about this a couple weeks ago, yeah. and I watched it, and now they're releasing it 
legitimately. Uh, a while back, I had gotten my hands on a copy of Halloween um, 6, the producer's cut, mm-hmm. the fabled producer's cut. Yeah. Got a bootleg of it. Then they released, uh, Scream Factory released it legitimately. It's like they're, I just it's like recently, they're literally watching you they are. to figure out what they need to I see. just recently bought myself a birthday gift of the Freddy's Nightmares TV series, uh-huh. which has never been released. So I got had to get a bootleg of it. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you within a year it's going to come out legitimately. After I finally spend the money on it, let's put some money on it just for. I, I think you're probably right because I do think that they're they're twenty bucks. They're watching you, but let's just put some We're money shaking. on it. We're shaking. We're shaking. Twenty bucks. We're shaking. So, okay. So at this point, I I owe you fish tacos and maybe twenty bucks. Sounds, we'll see. Sounds weird when you put it together. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the last bit of news here is actually a bit of an opinion piece. And I need your guys' opinion on it. Uh, so there is a petition going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, started by people, and it has seventy-five thousand signatures on Who it. Who right else would now. it be started by? Is it the "Does pineapple belong on pizza" petition that's going <laughs> no, around? On Facebook? No, no, that's wrong. Because uh, it absolutely belongs on pizza. Of course. And if you argue with me, that that's fine too. He'll make you a delicious um, pizza with pineapple. I will. I will. You wrong. Pineapple. Um, <laughs> there are seventy-five thousand people that want to change Halloween from October thirty-first to the final Saturday of October every year. Yeah. How do you feel about I am so against it. I am Because there, there is something like magical about the number 31 in Halloween. Yeah. You don't change that. Mm, yeah. I understand the idea behind it with the kids and this and that, but like when I was growing up, when you came home from school, you was, you know, if it was on like a weekday, mm-hmm. you just immediately went in. You were so jacked at yeah. school to get home and get yeah. your costume on. And well, we used go to do the parade and... at school. Like we'd all wear our yes, costumes. Yeah, yeah, that's part of it. It was like elementary school, but yeah, right, sure. No, I, that, that was, was high school. That was every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I don't really understand. Well, okay, so I, <clears throat> I don't understand this because even if trick or treat only goes from like six p.m to 8 p.m. Sure. I mean, I You're, remember being later when I was a kid. Of course. I might not be remembering but that you, completely correctly, though. But you also but, remember you also remember adults looking like they were 15 feet tall when you were younger. It's just, kids true. are stupid, right? Mm. But <laughs> it, like, you get your kids... It's, it's a lot, I see a lot of parents advocating this, and yeah. they're like, yeah, it's just such a hassle to, like, get my kids home from school, Do you not get fucking remember what it was like, like to be a kid? Like, stop ruining your children's childhood. Well, just because you're a lazy parent. And also selfishly I'm thinking we all go we all go to a Halloween party every year. True. And it's usually the last Saturday of the, of the month. <laughs> but most entitled parents don't have lives anymore. Ah, that's it's true. That's they have a... they have kids, their <laughs> lives just stop. It's true, man, it happens to a lot of people. Here's... I don't get it, man. I mean, our parents did it. Yeah. They came, They worked their ass off all day at work. They came home. They got us ready. They took us out trick-or-treating. And they were it. happy to do just, it. Damn just it. go out there and do it. You got to do it the big gym way. My dad, because he's a genius. Here's here's what you do. I'm in a candy crush contest on, on that day. I can't <laughs> do it. No, just go fucking trick-or-treat with your kids. You get your kids ready, right? Jay's fired up. Yeah. You get your, you get your kids ready. You take them out. You take three beers. One in your hand, two in your pockets. By the time you're done with, by the time you're done with those three beers, it's ready to head back home. Night's done. Kids count their candy. They go to sleep. You eat the good stuff. Life goes on, perfect. man. It's perfect. It's fuck yeah. I don't. I do not understand this. This peti- I think it's stupid. I think it's no. I agree. I think it's stupid too. I just really hope that seventy-five thousand strong doesn't have it's a loud enough voice. Do anything, dude. dude they've changed. They've people. changed a lot of stuff based this on stuff a, like this. This you know? is a. This is like a, a lot of. It's a, it's a, a huge of, holiday though. A lot of communities already do it. Yeah. 
Okay. Oh, they already well, do it. Like, oh, that's fine. If you want to do it in your community, if you want to do it in your neighborhood, hey, but don't but don't, get, don't get mad at me. I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> like, because I'm getting fired up now too. If you want to do it in your community, go for it. If everybody agrees to do it that way, that's fine. Well, well would you guys see that new movie, Rob Zombie's Saturday? <laughs> like, <laughs> you gotta change things, man. The last Saturday of October. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was I, the last Saturday ever. I just don't get it. Like, I understand, and maybe I have a bit of an advantage because I'm a stay at home parent so i can like whatever i can but it's not like i spend the whole day like my wife goes to work and then my kids go to school and i spend the entire day getting their costumes ready it's like the day carving pumpkins yeah exactly they get (laughs) they get home i throw their costumes on them and then we go true it's not that fucking hard your kids are still at the point though where you can do very little and they love it just wait till they get to be like like 13, 14 years old where they're paying attention to what they're wearing more? Just uh, speaking of paying attention, were you not paying attention to a few years ago when I spent three weeks making a giant Thomas the Train on a wagon That's for my true. son? That's true. You that did. we didn't even get to use because it was a fucking rainstorm that night? next year, though. And I, no, I didn't. Didn't you? No. And I didn't, I didn't complain about that. I didn't go, oh, if, if only Halloween was the Saturday, <laughs> last Saturday of the month, I would have been able to use this. I was like, no, man. I had fun building this thing for my son. He dug it, and life goes on. Say la vie. Um, it's fun. I just don't. We it's know, stupid. We Stop complaining what, about everything. God. We, we want to know what all of you guys out in internet land feel about it, too. So sound off in the comments on this. Let us know if you think it uh, should be changed or not. Yes. And if you say that it should be changed, um, you're wrong. Just but, know that. But but when you sound off in the comments, make it on, <laughs> make it, just pick a random picture on our Instagram and comment on that <laughs> so that the conversation is everywhere. <laughs> I like that idea. Actually, just find somebody else's random picture and just start the conversation on some random person's picture. Just, just go through the explore section and pick a random picture. Um, okay, that's that's all I got for that's the That's it. All right. <laughs> just picture. Here's the last picture me and my grandmother ever had together. I think sh- Halloween shouldn't be at Saturday. <laughs> I think it's bullshit, what? man. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy alright well that's it for the news Jay alright so that is going to bring us to our stupid fact of the day let's see what we got here for you so we got some strange things going on here today right sure, it, yeah. it is strange so I got a, a stupid fact that goes along with that for you as always so did you know that Stranger Things the show was originally called Montauk I'm guessing that I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it M-O-N-T-A-U-K right yeah uh, it, uh, it actually took place in Long Island in 1980, but the Duffers had to change the show's location when they realized that it would be too difficult to shoot there in the winter. Huh. So the Montauk Project inspired the show, which was the government experiment that took place in the 80s involving kidnapping kids in Long Island to experiment on them. Oh, God. Yeah. Have you heard the stories before? No. Like, it's a real thing. Yeah, it's crazy. That's Look freaky. it up. Yeah. So that's what they uh, based the show off of. Stranger Things. When you when you start going down the wormhole of like, like conspiracies some, and all that stuff about like human testing and like all this MK weird, Ultra th- shit. That's exactly like, yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Uh, it's Manchurian it's a weird, candidate. It's a weird rabbit hole to go down to, and quite frankly, some of it's kind of terrifying. Yeah, that's because freaky. like there's proof that certain aspects really are true, and it's fucking it's weird. It's spooky, man. Yeah. If you want something to want a rabbit hole to go down, go down that one. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. All yeah, right. man. All right. Well, boom. That was the news. Thank you, Jay. All right. James is going to go throw up, and we're going to take the quickest break imaginable because it is late, and uh, we are just starting the tofu. So uh, 
We'll be back in a second. Throughout this Dulce, faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. Bigger, better, stranger, thinger, three. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, Stranger Things three. Uh, Mm. So we're picking up uh, after, obviously, season two, because three comes after two. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's a little older. Everyone has grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least, at least most of them have grown up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The uh, rest of them do a lot of growing up during the season. Uh, yeah, everyone, everyone's back. All your favorites are back. Uh, we got the returning Max and uh, Billy. Oh, and Billy! Billy, <laughs> uh, they're they're back. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't think there's anybody that didn't return. For uh, the season. No, everyone's back. Actually, got a couple new characters. Hopper put on a couple pounds. I watched, uh, I rewatched the first uh, for part of the first season and the second season, mm-hmm. and in the third season, uh, he's got some of that Hellboy weight. I think on still because uh, <laughs> you know it's it's funny we uh, so Aaron and I watched. Or this. maybe it's just the mustache. Maybe the mustache just makes him look a little bit beefier. The I'm mustache sure. got smaller over the course of the season. Did you notice I, that? A little bit. It was very yeah. like thick yeah. in the beginning of the There's season, and then a couple of weird continuity things happen. Just yeah. remind me later well, when I we're mean, talking a, about it. I mean, but... a mustache can be smaller. You can trim it. That's true. But but uh, we got no time for that. We started the season, and when uh, like the first couple times you see you see Hopper, Aaron's like, "Why does he look so terrible?" <laughs> he really <laughs> does. I go, I go, I don't know. It's just it, like he he has. Did you see what he went through in season was, two? I, that's what I said. I was like, he's gone through hell for the past couple of years. Like he's been stress eating egos a little I'm bit. Gonna, you know, I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have two more ding dongs than normal. But then by the end of the season, she's like, you know, there is something like. There is something sexy about <laughs> about how big he is. Like you see him next to Winona Ryder, and she's like, "There is something very sexy about how big he is." You know, is your wife a closet chubby chaser? Well, I wouldn't necessarily say he's chubby. He's got kind of what people would call these days. Oh, no, I was looking the, at you. You fucking! <laughs> I hate you so much. He's got kind of like the uh, you know what people would call nowadays the dad bod. He's got the dad bod. Yeah, and the the fluff stuff, and it works, man. It works. He, I mean, for he, him, he he wears it well. He does. I dude, I love. And by, and, and by the end of the se- by the end of the season, it, it works. I loved him in this season. I love him every season. Well, Hopper, oh yeah, of course. Hopper is consistently <clears throat> my favorite. I think character. I think so throughout too. the entire series. Yeah. I love other characters' arcs. Of course. But I think Hopper consistently though is my favorite. Yeah. And I think that's intentional. You mm-hmm. know, I think that he is written to be the most lovable person in the show. Yeah. Because he's just kind of a dope. You know, I don't like, even he, he say is, that. He's like kind of dopey. He's kind of dopey. He's, he's. I wouldn't say he's a dope. He's like well, he's he's really he's really good at what he does, and he's tough as fucking nails. Like he fight. Like when he fights, he's a brawler. He's like, like a street brawler, and like he often isn't. Uh, like he often loses fights, but he, he always bounces back. Like he never gives up the fight, and I. That's one of the things I love about him. You know, that's what I mean? very true. It's very true. Um. So before we get into this, we mentioned this earlier. Spoilers galore. Oh yeah. Not watch Stranger Things three. Uh, we are not holding anything back. There's some really, really big pivotal things that happen at the end of the season. Yeah. That we are going to talk about. Right. Uh. So if you have not watched it yet, turn this off. Go binge it. Come back and um, 
consider yourself warned because yep. there are some there's like I said some big things that we're going to cover here. Yep. Um, so yeah, so like I said, uh, this takes place uh, in the uh, in the 80s, in the mid 80s. You of have uh, there's new Coke. Uh, mm. I told you you should have gotten some new Coke. Uh, for today. I priced it out. It's twenty dollars for two cans. <clears throat> Screw that. What? And you have to pre and you have to order it online and they ship it to you in like a box. You can't get it in stores. Okay, so our buddy Chris Jordan. Chris Jordan did spend got, the twenty dollars. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize yep. it was that. Yeah, I didn't realize yeah, it was he 20 went, bucks. He went all cans. out on it. I was not about to do that. Sorry. Well, and, and basically, by his review, it it tastes like Pepsi. Yeah, pretty much. It's Which a little spicier, a little like more. No, a little less spicy. See, it's supposed to be spicier and bolder. That's mm. how they. That's how they market it. It's at least sweeter, I think. But it's like, like Coke. Coke original Coke is very kind of spicy. I guess it's you would spicy. say it's a spicy. Nowhere near Verner's, mm, which true. is the n- nicest of all the spices. <laughs> by the way, if you're uh, if you're not a Verner's fan, us, us Michigan folks swear by it for almost everything. It's a yeah. cure all. But get yourself some Verner's and just learn to love life I the agree. way it's supposed to be it's, loved. It's the cure all. Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, so the kids, the kids are back. Um, <clears> Dustin's <throat> been away at like summer camp. Camp Nowhere. Camp Nowhere, which you picked that up. Oh, fuck. The amount of movie references in this season, I think uh, there's more in this season than there have been in the last two, which says a lot, mm-hmm. because there's a lot in, in every season. Right. Um, but yeah, he's at Camp Nowhere. Yeah. Shout out Mr. Lloyd. And um, <laughs> I should invite him to my birthday party. Except for it's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so he's he comes back home to camp or whatever. The kids are all older. You know, Dustin... Um, he claims he has like this girlfriend, but mm-hmm. we don't really know if she's like real or not. Describes her as an absolute genius and hotter than Phoebe Cates. That's that's a tall order. It's a tall order. Mm-hmm. It really is. We'll get back to that. <laughs> um, you have L and Mike who mm-hmm. are just neck deep in each other. Oh yes. You've got Sam and um, what's his name? Sam and Lucas. Uh, Lucas who you are mean Max and Lucas? Max and Lucas, not Sam. <laughs> Get your shit together, my God. <laughs> Those are two different Guess Who characters on, on the board game, all right? So figure it out. Does he have glasses? <laughs> no. <laughs> Max and uh, Max and Lucas, though, are uh, they're still doing their thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. They bicker a lot, but, you know, they're young and in love. You're going to bicker a little bit. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, you have uh, Nancy and Jonathan. Of they're course. still a thing. Working for the paper at this point. You know, we're just kind of catching up with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, she's being completely objectified because that's what happened in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Right? Not saying that it's okay. Not even object. She's not objectified. They don't really well, objectify okay, her. Okay, objectify is the wrong word. Um, they're belittling her. Belittling her because she's a female in the workplace. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, uh, and, uh, Jim and Joyce, of course. Jim and Joyce, yep. Jim, Jim Hopper and Joyce Everyone's Byers. kind of paired off a little bit in this. Uh... Except for Will. Poor well, little, and, but, poor but, little but, lonely Will. Well, in all fairness, Joyce and Jim Hopper are not really a thing. However, they do play opposite each other. So, yeah. there's, there's that. Um, and then you have um, Noah, what's his name? Noah Schnapp. Noah Sh- Schnapp? That is Schnapp. A <laughs> uh, Will Byers. I mentioned this to you when we were watching it that I thought Will was one of my favorite characters in this. Yeah, I and don't. you gave me the super weird cockeyed look about it, right? Yeah. Let me explain myself to you now. Okay. Cause, so, because as I see it right now, he's the they worst. They did. They <laughs> well, no, I don't disagree because they really his character really fell off a cliff. Explain yourself. Um, I really, really enjoyed what they did with Will in terms of how he didn't grow up. 
all of his friends are all maturing and growing up and this and that and will because he had gone through all this crap in the last two seasons Mm -hmm. it's almost like it stunted him mentally a little bit well his childhood was basically stolen from him for the past few years while while you know they're hanging they're all still hanging out with each other Mm -hmm. you know but like i said they're all kind of partnered off they have girlfriends they're caring about more things and all will wants to do is just play D and D. Like he mm-hmm. just wants his glory days of his kids, of his kid back. You know, like yeah. um, or when they were kids. You know, he still puts on like the the cape and the hat and all that, and mm-hmm. sets up this big D and D thing. And none of none of his friends could care less yeah. about playing D and D. And there's one there's one episode where Will just loses it. Like he can't cope with the fact that his friends have grown up and he has not grown up with them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that character arc was so strong. Like I really felt for <laughs> Will. Like I thought like this is awesome. Awesome. Like mm-hmm. they're really shining a light, and a lot of kids, I think, probably feel that way. Yeah, I know I did for you know for a little bit. You know, what I'm saying like when my when my friends were kind of maturing a little bit faster than I did when I was in young high school age. You know, yeah, um, or even older middle school. Like I I I could definitely relate to him in that, or it's like things change. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sort of the exact same thing that happened with Nancy and Mike. In season one, right. you know, Nancy got older, had boyfriends, doesn't want to cool hang out with them, yeah. and so the same thing is now happening to Will, right? And with all of his friends, and I absolutely loved that story arc. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fantastic, you know. And then it comes to a head where Will freaks out, goes to Castle Byers, and he like, destroys it or whatever. He's got this super emotional, like heartfelt scene, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Yeah, it drops off a cliff. Yeah, and I hated it. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they had built this story around him that was so good, and then they dropped it off a cliff. Yeah. And they just never went back to it. I, I like and I appreciate that that arc, mm-hmm. but I just, it still as a character, I couldn't, like, I, well, I was they just like, they could, because God, he's they kind of annoying well, all the time. Well, that was, I think, kind of the point, though. Like, you know, that that worked I'm for sure, me. I'm sure it was, but <clears> I, and, and, and it was the other, some of the, like, I, I, I kind of like one of the things that they played out way too much was the chills on the back of the neck thing. Well, I don't think they played that out. I mean, I think that was it's just like like the one holdover from season one, season two that he can feel when, um, when the mind flare was was close. But it was, but it only happened when it was convenient in the scene. There were times when the mind flare was close enough to where it should have been happening to him, Mm -hmm. but it didn't. And then all of a sudden it would, and it was like, I don't know, there was just times where I was like, it doesn't, it, there's, it seems like there's a bit of, uh, continuity that's missing Yeah, I don't know. where I that think, would happen to him, you know? I think that, I don't know, I don't, I don't think it was that bad, personally. Um, uh, a couple, a couple characters that you, you didn't touch on that, uh, end up playing pretty big roles in the in the season of course uh steve harrington is back mm-hmm. everybody's favorite steve sure. steve the hair harrington <laughs> um steve is great again oh yeah in this season, the season almost better like steve is another one I, that's consistently just a really great yeah i can't really like yeah. it's hard for me to pick a favorite character in this show because there's so many characters that i i like so much um maya hawk was a newcomer playing robin Mm-hmm. She's, she uh, was great. Yeah, I liked her a lot. She's the uh, the daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. No shit. Yeah, if you look at her and then you compare her to pictures of Uma Thurman when she was like in her twenties, identical. Are, yeah. yeah okay. Now that identical. you mention it, I can absolutely see it. Um, Priya, I did not pick up on that though. Priya Ferguson as Erica Sinclair. She's Lucas's little sister. She ends up playing a, a really big role in this in this season too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, you know, there's uh, the, you know, the parents are back. The Carabuono, Cara Carabuono playing. Uh, Karen, I'm sorry, what was her name? Carabuono <laughs> Cara, playing Karen Wheeler. Uh, of course, that's Mike's hot mom. Uh, uh, yep. Jake Jake Busey. Joke. I mean, he didn't play a major role, but it's it was it's great Jake, though. It's Jake, Jake Busey, man. Jake Come Busey on. was a bit of a tour de force in <laughs> uh, in his shittiest character ever. I loved it. Uh -huh. <laughs> and that pretty much that pretty much rounds out the major the major cast. I mean, uh, that's yeah, that's pretty much everybody. So. We don't. We want to stray away from. Like we said, there's going to be spoilers, but we want to stray away from getting like too much into the like too detailing or oriented about yeah, the, yeah, the plot no. here. There's so. the point. There's out of the eight out of the eight chapters that are. Which again, I love that it's chapters, yeah, not like yeah. episodes. Um, there's just it'd be impossible to go through this yeah, as a show. So I mean, we're, not gonna, we're not going like to like do that. A, um, like we'd have to split it into three episodes, like we do. So this season, so this season, as there it revolves around the mall, which mm -hmm. I absolutely loved. Yeah, you know, I love. I, we've talked about this before with. Um, movies like Dawn of the Dead or anything like that the mall as a central location especially the 80s version of a mall that's yeah. all like neon signs and like bright colors and all the throwback stuff yeah. this was heaven to me like, I <laughs> absolutely loved it mm -hmm. um, and the, the fact that it, the, the, the mall had a lot to do with it I thought was fantastic mm -hmm. also this season uh, couldn't have been more topical in terms of the political climate of our country and certain things with the Russians. <laughs> it was very, uh, it was very topical to the point of: Did you notice the little jab that the Duffer Brothers put into into this whole thing with the mayor and the Russians and all that stuff? Did you notice this at all? Um, I mean, I know what you're. To explain to me what you're talking about. Okay, so take a look at this on my computer here. I tell the people what you're seeing. Um. It is the Trump for President 2016 Make America Great Again. Mm -hmm. It's blue. It's got a, a red outline, big bold white letters and the stars, right? Yeah. Now this is Mayor Klein's poster on top of the fun fair. <laughs> uh, it's the exact same thing. This is a very crappy picture, but I noticed it when it was on. It's, it's just a, it's just no, a blue no, sign with white letters. No, 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 no. It's got the five stars above, uh, across the top. It's got the, the outline around it. It is it is made to be a Trump sign. Wait, where are the five stars? You can Maybe see them. Can... Oh, you can yeah, see yeah, okay. Oh, and it's got you, the red outline. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's literally a Trump sign, and he is colluding with the Russians to take over the town. Like, <laughs> hmm. that... Hopefully that doesn't turn too many people off because it's not supposed to be political. But I, did, I thought that was kind of a funny jab at everything that's going on right now. I think very, yeah, very topical. <laughs> I, I think if you're even if you're a, a Trump fan and you you come into something like nowadays, especially in Hollywood, like most people in Hollywood are liberal, so you're yeah. you're probably gonna get some sort of jab at at Trump. Like it's just sure, gonna, sure. Like don't be sensitive about it. Sure, <laughs> just watch the show. Yeah, I um, yeah, I thought it was, I, I thought it was humorous at, at, at the mm -hmm. very least. I picked up on it right away. I'm like, oh, the Russians, huh? You don't say. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice the sign. I definitely, I definitely realized like the, you know, like you said, the topical, mm -hmm. situational sort of thing with, with the Russian involvement. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, that's kind of been a, that's kind of been a, a talking point in our country for sure years though you know like sure. russia being one of the other uh i guess major hitters in the oh yeah they're like the, the superpower sure one of the yeah. other superpowers of the world right so um yeah so the mall like i said the mall is like the backdrop of this whole entire thing or whatever mm -hmm. and underneath the mall 
you have a secret Russian military installation. How in the fuck they built that without anybody noticing is beyond me. <laughs> but they did it. <laughs> um, there's basically, they're trying to reopen the tear that they closed, uh, or at least another tear. Um, the gate. The gate to the, uh, to the, uh, upside, to down. the upside down. Yeah. Uh, and left over from season two is another mind flare that is still on Earth that they didn't actually get rid of. Mm-hmm. And this mind flare basically weaponizes like humans, sort of. Yeah. Um, by and, and like it's weird, like it's it's almost like a body snatchers kind of thing where uh like the mind flayer sort of takes over the humans and then the humans eventually become like this disgusting blobby grossness well, and it's like they it, form a mega creature. I mean it like I mean, uh, am I explaining that right? It it like latches onto their face and does whatever, infects uh-huh. them with, you know, a part of itself and then they go off and they end up like eating and drinking and consuming whatever chemicals they can find around. Sure. Like their food basically. Yeah, and then there's this well it's like destroying their body from within and then there's this really cool scene where they finally show up and they file in and they just like explode and melt into the floor but then they become part of the mind flare and the in the beginning the bodies that happen throughout this entire season oh, so are cool. so cool and the it first starts time the with rat rats, does it yeah. yeah it's it's super cool it's like remember the first time it happened i was just like oh god yeah it was oh, pretty gross. disgusting <laughs> but the scene when the the humans finally start showing up and doing it uh, that was so cool mm-hmm. um i think heather the lifeguard was the first person to like walk in in line and then you just see her start to walk toward the mind flare yeah and as she gets closer and closer to it her skin starts to turn black and then eventually she just explodes yeah. and melts into the floor it's yeah. disgusting the the effects in this season were really really cool yeah you could um, tell the budget was definitely a lot bigger this this time around i agree mm-hmm. um what did you what did you think of the overall feel of the show i was trying to explain this to jay uh earlier um because you jay had only watched the first two episodes i think so yeah the first two and it 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 was just kind of like not as vibing it as much. Like I loved the first episode because you're you're regrowing back to everybody and, yeah. and you're meeting everyone again, and I uh, just it, it's hard to to want to dive I, into it. I it see, definitely does have a different feel to it. I see where you were coming from because it took me two or three episodes to like really get mm-hmm. back into the story. So I know because that you weren't completely on board when I when I talked to you, and you were about halfway through it. It's not. Uh, no, no. I was when we talked. I was only two episodes in. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it's not that I wasn't on board. It was just I. It, oh, maybe I was four episodes in, but it, whatever. It doesn't matter. It, it was. There was such a there was such a dark, ominous feel to the first two seasons, and like this overarching like feeling of of mystery. Like you didn't know what the hell was going on, and I feel like in this. Uh, in this season, they didn't bury the lead at all. Like you kind of knew what was going on from the very, from the very start, and 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 also it had like uh, it, like I said, it didn't have that really like dark ominous feel to it. It was all very bright. And well, the way that the way that I explained it to Jay is that the first two seasons were like very heavily influenced by like 80s like sci-fi movies especially movies like alien or mm. aliens or whatever had a lot of that same feel to it yeah like overall especially with the upside down they were in the upside down a lot it's a very different feeling uh type of mm-hmm. show i think that in this season more it was almost more like it was an ode to like 80s action movies is more what it felt. That, is yeah. more what it felt like. It, yeah. like it had. It was still. It's still a sci-fi show, obviously, because it, it's that's what it is. Right. But the but it was way more of those those eighties action movies elements yeah. that were put into this. Mm-hmm. So right from the get go, it's got a different feel to it. And even um, not just eighties action movies, more like eighties uh, um, like 
teen comedies and stuff too, like Stephen sure. Hughes, Stephen Hughes movies and stuff like that. I'm sorry, what'd you just say? Stephen Hughes movies. John Hughes. John Hughes. Oh what my! The fuck? What? You're fired. Shut Go up. home. I was thinking Go of. Go home. I was thinking Jay of. St- I was thinking of Steve Harrington <laughs> and John Hughes. Shut up. Um. <laughs> God. Oh fuck uh, off! You didn't see Jaws until you were 32 years old. Um. Shut up. <laughs> but John Hughes movies. Man, like you look a, good for your age. <laughs> Thanks, man. I didn't know you were 32. <laughs> it, it had it like it had more. It, I felt like it had more influence from those types of movies too. Like the, oh, it did, the teeny sure. bopper movies sure, sure. from the 80s. Well, it, it's um, that it's that younger group ensemble too, though. That like you know, Stand by Me. It all those all those kind of shows or movies where oh, Stand by Me. Have you ever seen that? Yes, I have, James. No, you haven't. <laughs> shut, up, shut up, James! You fucking idiot! Shut up. I know, but I know what the, I know the kind of movie that it is. Mm-hmm. Though I, I understand what it is, mm-hmm. but it, it does very much have those that kind of feel to it. Yeah, um, even like Breakfast Club, sort of, where you have like all these different personalities well, that, that well, come that's around. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, with John the John Hughes. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Um, there, there was one episode. I uh, was Chapter Five, um, and this is just a little side thing. Uh, so Hopper and Joyce go. La, 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't want to be spoiled, so I'm gonna step out of the room for a moment. Um, oh yeah, go for it, bro. Uh, Hopper and Joyce go into the Hess house. Who's yeah. Hess? I forget who Hess was. I wrote this in my notes. It's not important. I don't don't think. I don't think so. But um, they go into a house or whatever, and they walk in, and there's nothing in there but a single chair with an ashtray on the arm. And you know what just hit me hmm. when I when I saw that? Hmm. What if? And stick with me here. Mm-hmm. What if they just mind fucked everyone, right? And it turns out that the guy behind all of of the Stranger Things stuff mm-hmm. is the smoking man from the X Files, <laughs> right? Like he's moving away from there. He's doing this new covert operation in a small town. He's working with the Russians. They're trying to get. This is totally X Files territory here, man. I don't remember the smoking. I remember a cup of coffee steaming. No, no, no. There was was an ashtray. There There was an ashtray. There were cigarettes in it. And then season five of Stranger Things, it's Stranger Things X, and you get David Duchovny and Jillian Anderson back, (laughs) grouping with a bunch of kids, and it's fucking fantastic. (laughs) What if? (laughs) That sounds uh, equally parts awesome and terrible at the same time, yeah. Um, But yeah, so... Uh, back to the actual story here, though. Like, I I loved the fact that it was more horror or, or more uh, action oriented because mm-hmm. I felt like if they would have done the same thing that they had done the first two seasons, it would have felt old. Mm. And the season did not feel old, at yeah. least to me. I'll, there's a, and, and I'm not alone in that. There's a lot of people that think this is the best season yet. I've heard a lot of people talk about that. Yeah, I'm kind of up in the air about that. I, I think two is better. Quite frankly, I think yeah. two is the two. Th- Oh God! It's they're all really good. I don't know because there were parts of two that I didn't like. I really didn't. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly didn't really like the. Uh, I didn't like Eleven's story arc in season two that much when she Neither was did in, I. when Neither she was in I. Chicago with that group of. Uh, oh, I hated that. Like, the, the punk rock yeah, stuff. The punk yeah, punk people. Like I, I'm, I wasn't super into that. But the rest of the season was really awesome. Mm-hmm. This season, like the Paul, all the Paul Reiser stuff. Yeah, the, the new guy was great. Loved all that from season two. The, yeah, this this season, um, like I said, it took me a couple episodes to like really get the feel for it and really like immerse myself in the story. But once I did, I loved it. I really did. Sure, sure. Um, and I and I I did eventually get to the point where I appreciated how different the story was. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Sure. Because I, I, it was. I guess it was kind of that. Like you said, the first two seasons were kind of very similar in feel, 
if they just kept doing that. It would have felt old. It would have felt old. It's like you're wanting the next evolution. This was it. Right. You know, they're older. Their tastes are older. Therefore, the world feels different and you're getting a different feeling show. Right. Um, and I, I I loved it. One of the things, I so I listened back to the last two episodes because uh-huh. I wanted to catch myself up with season one and season two before yeah. we talked. And one of the things that I complained about in season two that I didn't like uh-huh. was the fact that the, the group of kids were a little bit separate and mm-hmm. they had separate stories and none of them I, I didn't feel like any of them really melded all together as mm-hmm. much as I wanted them to they felt very disjointed yeah. well they it's almost like they heard that episode and fixed it because in season three there's there's three distinct storylines going on yeah. you have um um, I gotta get my names here because I'm terrible with there's, fucking there's kids' Steve, names there's Steve Robin Dustin and uh Oh shoot! What's the little oh, girl's name? Oh, um, that's we'll get to her. We'll get to her. L- Lucas's sister, uh, Erica. Erica. There's, uh, yeah. There's them. There's them. And then there's uh, Mike, Mike, Eleven, Will. Max, Will, and Lucas. Yep. There and they're them. In, they got their own story. Then you have Hopper, Joyce, um, um, what's his name? Alexi and Murray. Alexi and Murray. So you have these three different stories going on, and I love the fact that they were separate because it actually really worked mm-hmm. this time. Yeah, it was. I, I don't know if it was. It was. It was more well written. If it was just the story that aided in that separation. Yeah. You know, like maybe the story called for that more. But I loved that. I thought it was great. My favorite stuff was. Oh, we left. We left out. Uh, we left out. Um, Jonathan and. Oh yeah, you have Jonathan and Nancy. Jonathan and Nan- Oh, and they're a completely different uh, there, story so, so there's four different stories going yeah, on right. until they all combine at the end and right. then it's just a big circle jerk and whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, they're kids. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know that I want another 10% here, oh. though. So give me a BL or something like that. Gust and, gust and drive later, James. Um, but yeah, no. So I love especially the... Um, the what's his name the, the Steve the Robin Dustin and Erica stuff oh, yeah. I, they, they were my favorite part mm-hmm. of it they were the dynamic between Steve and Dustin never gets old no it doesn't and Robin is a very welcome addition to mm. that she is like if I there like was a, a third if there was the, the yin the yang and the young she was <laughs> well Dustin would be the young I suppose but like <laughs> my point is this if there was a three way yin yang that was then it's perfect just, just visualize that <laughs> I've seen that documentary <laughs> <laughs> no, I yeah, I I loved the addition of Robin. I thought she was such a cool character and uh, and really really well done. The uh, the, the, the kind of the kind of the kind of I, guess, I don't know if you'd call it a twist at the end sure. with her character. I thought was really well played. Yeah, like because I agree. I agree because when they were when they were when her and Steve were um, knocked over in their chairs down in the 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 uh, the dungeon mm-hmm. or whatever, and the way she's explaining. You know how they used to be in class with each other, and how she and was obsessed been, with them. And, and this had been building throughout the entire season. Yeah, and then there's when, like the, 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 the sexual tension was palpable. <laughs> you could palp it <laughs> if you wanted to, and the way and then I got nipples and then, help me. And then they and then when it finally kind of uh, like all came to a head. Shut up! <laughs> I wasn't actually going. <laughs> I, you there. were going to. When it all kind of came to a head, like actually there wouldn't be any head. There was. Uh, it, it, I don't know. I, 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 it feels weird calling it a twist. You know, it's like it's not really a no, twist. No, no, it was but a the twist. way it was presented, I was like, if for a second, you're like, oh man, this like 
this dashes all hope. Actually, but then did you see the look? But, on, but then the way, wait, 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 but then the, the way Steve, <laughs> but then the way Steve reacted to it, and like how, like you, you thought it was going to be this big thing, but then he was just like, no, it just wasn't, and and everything <laughs> continued, and it was cool, and like I just thought it was played out so well. Did you see the look on Steve's face though when she did say what she said though? Yeah, he was thinking, well, that's a twist. <laughs> that was what that was the look on his yeah, face. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, let's not give away that twist. Mm-mm. Let's just let's just keep that one. You can no, watch, the, watch it for that. But um, but yeah, I thought that was great. The reason that I put the three of them together and I did not include Erica in that mm-hmm. is because I thought that Erica, for the first three quarters of this series, was insufferable. Oh really? Oh my god. So, excuse me. One of the greatest parts about season two was Erica. Mm-hmm. She didn't have a lot of screen time, but when she was, she was fucking fire. Yeah. She was so funny, and mm-hmm. she was just just this little, like eight-year-old bitch <laughs> like she, she, was, she sucked was, yeah, she would she was, suck to have a little sister well no that's just what a little a, a sibling is that. like I'm she was saying. exactly what a little sister was supposed to be well what they did though they leaned on that extra hard in the first part of this season and you it came it, it, i started to realize that that her what made her funny in season two mm-hmm. was 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 her attitude coupled with the fact that she didn't have a lot of screen time mm. and when they gave her more it became annoying mm. like her she just became overly annoying to me and like they were trying too hard with the character there were times where it did feel like it was they were trying too hard it was hard. just too much but by the end of the by the end she was great by the end i really liked she her. mellowed out a <laughs> lot was, and she was great there was a an interaction uh, i think in the la- either the second to last or the last episode between her and murray that had me cracking up because she oh, she says why is this child talking to me she says something <laughs> and he's just like why is this four year old talking to me Murray again this this season had a lot you know what as we're talking about this I'm liking this season more and more mm, yeah Murray was I'm, another I'm gonna I'm gonna I, I, I'm actually gonna rewatch the entire series yeah, at this yeah. point like I, I really want to Murray was another one where he was in season two but mm-hmm. he fucking shined oh, yeah, in this the it. relationship between Murray and the Alexi. Russian scientist Alexi yeah they 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 kidnap a Russian scientist who they, you come to find out doesn't really want to be a part of the Russian stuff and he's basically looking at them as a way out because mm-hmm. if he goes back he's gonna die yeah so what does Murray do? He just becomes friends with the Russian guy because they both speak Russian and uh-huh. he takes him to a carnival. <laughs> like, Dude, I, I, yes, I love their relationship. Uh, what what came of it ended up really super bumming me out. Right? Um, but man, that, that made for some gold. Speaking of Murray, uh, I read something today and I feel like we should try it out. What's that? I, so there's, uh, uh, we got to text Jay to get him back down. Here. Oh yeah, text him. Um, but I I read that if you if what? I I read that if you call so Murray Murray has a secure phone line mm-hmm. in his bunker or his uh, it's not really a bunker but you know like his his hideout or whatever. And apparently, if you call the number on his secure phone line, it actually because now the world has his phone number right. because <laughs> it actually it actually does something. So we're gonna get Jay back down. Here here he comes right now. now. We have not we have not called this number. We so haven't we have called no it idea. yet so we have no what idea if it actually is <laughs> Jonathan told hey, Jay. Uh we don't know if it actually works or not, so we're gonna try it out right now and see what happens. Alright. You got your phone plugged in? I do. Okay. Um let's see here. Uh, dial up the number here. Fire it up, buddy. 
if, it, if, if anybody wants to try this too, I mean, you're going to hear it right yeah, now. So uh, it doesn't, give, give it, the it doesn't really matter, but the phone number is 618-625-8313. All right. Uh, I am dialing it right now. It's ringing. It's ringing. Murray, you there? You have reached the residence of Murray Bauman. <laughs> Mom, if this is you, please hang up and call me between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. as previously discussed. Okay? <laughs> and this is Joyce. Joyce, thank you for calling. I've been trying to reach you. I, I have an update. It's about, well, it's, uh, it's probably best if we speak in person. It's not good or bad, but it's something. <clears throat> and if this is anyone... But my mother or Joyce, well, you, you think you're real clever getting my number, don't you? Well, here's some breaking news for you. You're not clever. You're not special. You are simply one of the many, many nimwits to call here, and the closest you will ever get to me is this pre-recorded message. So, at the beep, do me a favor. Hang up and never call here again. You are a parasite. Thank you, and good day. Sorry, this mailbox is full and cannot accept any more recordings. Oh, Thank dang. you for using the... That's pretty good. That's fantastic. I uh, love when they do stuff like that. Where you... I think there was a number last season, too, where you could call uh, um, Paul Reiser's character. I I oh, I think you're right. Um, I, I never actually called it, so I don't know if it worked or not. I'm, I'm sure it did. People mm -hmm. said it did. That's that's great though. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. What was the movie? Um, God, what was that? What was the, there was? I read about this movie a long time ago, where they like for a year leading up to the release of this movie, they were like dropping little hints was on it, the internet. The, it was in the Cloverfield movies. Oh, was it Cloverfield? I think it was. Yeah, they, yeah, they did the, all the Easter egg stuff where you could download pictures and you had to fuck with the contrast and there was like hidden numbers, but like, like really, un, like underneath black like layers, really and stuff. intense stuff. Oh, yeah. Like you had to actually manipulate Going images to the code. and like, oh, dude. oh yeah, there's a lot so of stuff. So cool. Yep. But yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> Brett Gelman as Murray in this season was was he, gold. Yeah, I loved he was, him so yeah. much. Bald eagle. <laughs> Bald eagle. <laughs> and just his, he hates children so much and. And he's just so I, I don't know like he's like he, he's he's kind of your he's he's your typical he's exactly what you would think of like in real life conspiracy theorists are us oh yeah they look like us but he's like the he's the like the, the deep underground prepper like <laughs> yep. Bob Lazar sort of not saying that Bob Lazar is a conspiracy theorist I actually believe everything yeah. he says because it's it's too crazy to not be true mm -hmm. but you know what I mean. Like that's that's the kind of character that Murray is, and I love it. I, yeah, I think his, he's one of my favorite characters. I agree. Like I said, he uh, he just lit up the screen whenever he was on it. He had a um, a monologue while they were while Jim and Joyce were in the front seat, and Alexi and Murray were in the back oh, seat. Dude. And Jim so and Joyce good. are just going at it, and Murray just like loses his shit because he can't stand them arguing. Mm -hmm. And they have a long car ride ahead of them, and he has a monologue about how the two of them basically just need to bang and get it over <laughs> with. And it is the greatest monologue ever, and it leaves everybody. <laughs> just like speechless. I was gonna then, say he's the Alexi. only he's the only person who's able to like sh like shut Jim Hopper up in mm -hmm. with you know without him coming back at him and just like yelling him down. Well, and the best part, Alexi, he goes in the back over and Alexi goes, "What was that?" And and he goes, he's like, I, "I told them I told, I told, I told him to have sex," and he goes, 
they haven't had sex? <laughs> it, was, it was just comedy gold. It, it worked so well. Uh-huh. Like it was just, the, this season was really funny, like mm-hmm. really funny, more way more so than seasons one and two. And that's the thing. I think I think that was the part that uh, that I had to get used to is mm-hmm. like getting a feel for a completely new experience. You know what I mean? Sure. Because season one, season one and two were very similar in that dark, moody. They were mood pieces. Ooh. They were like they were super dark and moody, and you and and this was a totally different monster. Yeah, but I really enjoyed it. Like, well, it was a totally different monster. It was well. a totally different monster. Uh, speaking of monsters, Carrie Elwes, <clears throat> who plays the corrupt mayor, oh, yeah. was such a sleaze bag, and mm-hmm. I loved every second of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't help but think that when he put uh, when Hopper put his finger in the cigar cutter, it was harkening back to Saw where he had to cut off his leg and now he's going to get his finger cut off. I couldn't help but think about that. Uh I don't know if that was intentional or not. (laughs) But um, yeah, Kerry Elwes, he's great in everything he does. Mm -hmm. But um, He's lost a lot of weight. He looks... You think so? Oh, yeah. I don't think think he looked that that different. He got... Like, uh, I don't know if it was in... He was heavier in the original Saw. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when he appeared in later installations of Saw, like he got got pretty heavy for a while. Not like... Hefty, would you say? I, I wouldn't say like... He wasn't fat. He was just not like he's he's back down to like uh, like Wesley from from damn uh, uh, Princess Bride. Princess Bride. Oh yes, <laughs> Princess Buttercup. Um, yeah, he was great. Whatever. The other new character that we have is the Russian um, hitman, essentially. Oh yeah. Uh, who is he's like basically the main bad guy of like of the humans, if you will. Like you obviously the mind flayer and his and the mind flayer's new monster. Right. That are the focal points. But then you have this Russian hitman that are trying to kill Hopper and Joyce mm-hmm. because they were because they broke into or they 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 found out about the secret Russian the base Hess farm or, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And um and his character was awesome too. Like his character was sweet. I I, I thought that actually and this is going to get into a little bit of spoiler territory. Mm-hmm. I thought that he was going to end up being way more Terminator than he ended up being. I thought that he was going to end up <laughs> being like, like a, a machine or, he was or very... part of the Mind Flayer or something. <clears throat> like, well, there uh, came from a... the Upside Down, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of people who who kind of uh, who compared, like they said, if you watched his movements and even the way he dressed and his flat top haircuttings yep. they're like he, he's he basically like arnold a cross between Terminator. arnold and t1000 actually yeah. like he mm-hmm. actually looks like a lot like robert patrick um i yeah, thought like, uh yeah kind and of and his it's his movements and that's obviously very intentional like that this is part of where i'm talking about how this was a lot more action movie yeah themed yeah because it really was like this was like like the terminator was basically after them some of the um, some of the fight scenes uh like i was saying earlier like we're uh, Hopper just wouldn't give up in a fight. Some of the best yep. fight scenes in the in, in the entire season were between him and Hopper, and Hopper was remember usually that getting because his... it's going to come into play later. Oh, okay, just, just remember that Hopper was usually getting his ass handed to him by this giant Russian dude, but he he still just Hopper gets never his ass gave up beat the fight a lot in this oh, season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he still just keeps going at it. He's a he's a scrapper. I like as it. does Steve. Steve gets his shit wrecked. Mm. So yeah, well, Steve does in every season. Aaron was, he does. He Aaron does. was uh, reading some stuff about it earlier and telling me that in season one, um, Jonathan Byers beats the shit out of mm-hmm. him. In season two, who who beats him up? I can't remember. 
Is it? Oh, in season two, Billy beats Billy, the yep, shit out of him, yep. and then now in season three, he gets beat up by the. We didn't even talk about Billy in the season. Oh yeah, Billy. Billy, <laughs> Billy is plays the, a, the main. He's catalyst. the catalyst for the entire thing. He's like the first body to get snatched, if you will, by yep. the Mind Flayers' new little beast thing. Mm-hmm. And um, so Billy, though, is basically like the leader of the Mind Flayers' army, if you will. Right. I guess that's the best way to say it. Sure. Um, and so yeah, he plays a huge, huge role, and the dynamic between Billy and, and Max in this. Um, is kind of crazy because you have Max on one side, Billy on the other side, and so we're going to get into some spoiler territory here, so you've been warned. Mm-hmm. But uh, Billy does not make it out mm. of this season. Mm-hmm. And that was a pretty that was a pretty heart-wrenching thing at the very end when Billy yeah, dies, was. and Max is just like, you know, it's just, your little sister is holding your corpse. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was a bummer. <laughs> it was a bummer. I mean, it's a... It's a bummer, and it's not like he's never been a good guy. No, but, but at the same time, you see, you see, like Eleven goes inside of his memories and sees like these memories of when he was just this little like, there kid. There is and he this was, nugget of good still in him. But then also, you see like how his dad treated him, and you understand yeah. why he is the way he is, and it's mm-hmm. really pretty tragic, you know. Yep. So he's a. Yeah, he's an interesting character because there is there is capacity uh, the capacity for good within him. It's there, right? And you do see it a little bit at the very end, like as he's dying, right? You sort of see that come out a little bit. Yeah, and that's and I, that's actually I, I how that's, that's how L actually gets through to him at the very end is right. by by basically just repeating what she saw in her vision, and it sort of brings the humanity out and overpowers the mind flare. That was a really powerful cool. moment, I thought. You know, when she's like, because he's he's basically holding her down, waiting for the mind flare to come over and 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 do whatever it does. And uh, when she starts repeating those, those mem- or like saying those memories to him, mm-hmm. and you can just see like there was, uh, I was I was gonna say like it's it's kind of too bad that in the two seasons that he was in that you really never got to see the the good in him, but you kind of did in that last like forty seconds. Kind of came out, yeah. Before he was, before he died. Yeah, which sucks. But yep. uh, all right, yeah, he was since an interesting character. Since we're on the topic, yeah, we got to talk about it. Okay, we have to talk about it. again. So this is even more spoilers. <laughs> if you're still with <laughs> us, even more spoilers. Um, at the end, at the end of the season, you have the big giant machine that the Russians are trying to open the uh, the, the gateway, basically again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I'll say, Jay, you probably don't want to listen to this. Part. Yeah, Jay, stepping Jay's stepping out, so he doesn't get get this ruined. Um, so. They're in this uh, Hopper and uh, Joyce are basically there's like the two key system that you see in almost every 80s action yeah, movie. Two men, two the keys. Two, two men, yeah. two key system, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're there to try to blow up this machine that is trying to open the gate. Right. And uh, Hopper ends up fighting the Terminator, and they get into this big thing. And um, Hopper ends up killing the Terminator dude by throwing him into like the the spinning mechanism of the machine, which was radical. Which was radical, <laughs> and it, but it basically makes this giant machine though go haywire, and Hopper cannot get out of that room now because there's all this electricity going on. Yeah. So Joyce has no choice but to turn both keys herself. Joyce has no choice. Joyce has no choice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, and so she ends up having to basically with a tear in her eye turn both keys and when she does so the explosion from the machine just incinerates everything and you see this in the first basically the first scene of the first episode like when when this thing doesn't 
when this thing doesn't like work, malfunctions or yeah when it doesn't work properly it basically uh yeah it, it turns everything in the it, room everyone to just dust. explodes basically right. and they showed it within great detail there's like four, cool. <laughs> four guards there uh -huh. and they made and this will come back into what i'm going to say in a minute uh -huh. they they purposely show those four guards just getting their shit wrecked oh yeah um now hopper is standing right next to the machine mm -hmm. so hopper is gone mm -hmm. they fucking killed hopper oh. Okay, so um, that, that's what you're led to believe, at least. Yeah. Um, and they don't actually say anything to the contrary. They drop some hints in the post-credit scene. You did mm -hmm. watch the post-credit scene, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so this is where I kind of want to get into this little bit of a discussion. Is okay. what do you think is the fate of Hopper? Um. Well, first of all, I kind I think he. So, full on, full, full, full spoilers here. Uh, I think he jumped into the gate. Okay. Ooh. And okay. Okay. Because he killed the Russian, uh -huh. and then he saw that there was basically a, a barrier of energy uh, blocking off his only exit from this room. Well, one of two exits from this room, one being the stairway that he came down to get to the machine, the other being the gate. And the he other exit is death. And he actually turns and looks at the gate for like a for about three seconds. Uh -huh. And, okay, and, so we're and on the same page. And, and we're on the same page with when this. he does that, I go, I go. Well, he's going to jump into the gate. They don't show him jumping into the gate, but at that point in time, he already knows. Alexi told Murray, and Murray translated for him for him that when this thing goes off, it incinerates everything in the room. So Hopper knows that if he stays in that room, he's going to die anyway. So why not just take the chance and jump into the gate? Because he knows that Will was in the upside down and survived. Yep. Hopper's been in the upside down himself mm -hmm. and has survived. So why not just jump in and then and then so also also there's a very telling moment in the last couple scenes of the the show where Eleven is reading the note mm -hmm. that he that he like he so he wrote this letter to uh, talk to her and Mike because they were spending too much time together. Because they were not keeping three inches of the door open. <laughs> right, and he says to Eleven, "Just do, do, do your, do your old dad a favor and keep the door open three inches." Oh my God, dude, dude, do you see this right He's now? Just got chills. I did because I'd never even thought about mm -hmm. that, dude. Yes. Um, that's beautiful. Now, in the post-credit like, scene... Like, that's fucking awesome writing right in there. In the post-credit scene, mm -hmm. there is there, there, you're in Russia, which means I think Stranger Things is going to Russia, which I had read about that hour before sure. I yep. had watched the show. But um, there is an American in the Russian jail. They don't say who it is. I, yeah, do they, not, I do not think that's Hopper at all. You don't? No. Okay, no. so, well, let, let's set up. There's two guys I who... I think. There's two Russian guards who walk into a room and uh, and... and you don't know what they're doing, but they're going to grab somebody from a cell, and one guy goes to open one of the doors, and the other guy goes, no, not the American. So then they go and grab another guy from the other cell. They take him down and feed him to a classic Demogorgon. Mm -hmm. Go. I think the person in the cell is Barb. And I actually have a reason to... No, I have a reason to think that. I think that she spent a lot of time in the Upside Down, and it changed her. 
And I think that maybe she became kind of a little bit more badass because let's be honest, that's kind of a thing that happens in this show. Mm. But I think that she spent a lot of time in the Upside Down, which is why they need her alive because she understands it more. I also think, though, they showed Barb again at the very end of the season to sort of keep her in your consciousness. And in the second season... At the end of this season? Mm-hmm. When did they in show the news, Barb? In, in the newscast at the very end. They uh, they did like this faux newscast thing where they're talking about the conspiracy and Hawkins, blah, blah, blah and they showed Barb and... Um, uh, Sean Astin's character next to each other about people that have died there yeah, uh, or have gone missing rather uh-huh. um, and so Barb is there so they do show her again I think to but, keep to keep her in your consciousness well hold on though um, but they show I, they show Barb very clearly dead in one of the last two seasons with a slug Bar- cra- with a slug crawling out of her like she was dead cold blue with a giant slug crawling out okay. of her nostril so maybe it's not barb it's I'm, I'm choosing to think i don't think that it is i so here's here's my prediction here's my prediction i think that and i wrote this down somewhere i don't know where it went though i think that um hopper is not going to show up until halfway through season four because mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think they're gonna want to give that away i think that, that that tease was for you to think that it's Excuse me, for you to think that it's Hopper, mm-hmm. but it's a redirect. Mm-hmm. I don't think that it's Hopper in that jail cell. I really don't. Otherwise, how would the Russians have gotten him? If he went into the Upside Down, they closed that, that gate. He, what, do they, what, do they send people in there? They think he's dead, too. The because Russians think that he's dead, too. They have to. If they, th- they think that he was in that room, they didn't have people inside the Upside no, Down. No, because because Alexei said that they had, a, they had already built uh, one of the, the keys to open the gate in like one of the machines to open the gate mm-hmm. in russia but it He's, didn't work he, but it well he said he said because you can see in the beginning that they have it close but he said that location was a big thing mm-hmm. like and they found that being in hawkins for some reason was the proper location to open the gate so they have the ability to they have the ability to at least open it temporarily i think well maybe point is though i just my gut is telling me that it's not Hopper in the jail cell. Hopper is in the upside down. He's no. Then let's be honest. They're not going to kill off Hopper. No. They're not going to kill him off. No. So I think they've, I think you're absolutely right that he jumped in there. Yeah. Um. I also have another another theory because I know the Duffer brothers said that they're not going past five seasons. Like that's the plan is a five season arc. I think four is actually the plan. I heard five, but if it's four, but if it, regardless of which mm-hmm. though, I think that in the very last season, Will dies. I think Will ends up sacrificing himself to save all of his friends. I think that that his character arc, the little bit they had in this season, Mm -hmm. and then all the shit that he's dealt with in the last two seasons, I think that they're building to a bigger character arc for Will. Um, Because he was the original and the Mind Flayer or the Demogorgon, which is, spoilers again, back at the end of this, you see the Demogorgon, that's after Will. Mm -hmm. So his story's nowhere near being over. Um, Is it after Will's or after Levin? It's after well, Will, because Will like they, Will was like the reason that everything happened in season one and season two. Uh, yeah, I, I don't feel know. I feel like he was pulled into I the just, upside down by the Demogorgon just, just by happenstance. So like well, he just happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Point is, I think Will is going to die. Mm. I think that if another if one of the main characters is going to die permanently, I think it's going to be Will. Mm. I think Will is going to absolutely sacrifice himself, and I think Joyce might die too, which could lead to will being okay with dying because joyce is gone or vice versa i don't know i don't know i'm just calling i I just i see something like that happening i don't know you want to bet another 20 bucks no no because i'm already gonna probably lose 20 bucks i'm not (laughs) i'm not gonna do that um that being said though 
that was my thoughts on the end of the season. Yeah. Um, Hopper definitely is not dead, but no. I think you're right though. I think that he absolutely went into the into the upside down. And it's another like you didn't tr- we didn't go into the upside down at all this season, no, which I was loved that. which which yeah, it loved was, it. That was, it was fine. a change was, of pace. There was like little hints of it like they would go into uh they went into the room where the gate was open and they, those little like flurries were in the air and mm-hmm. and then also at the end before the post credit scene, you see those flurries in the air, suggesting yes. that you're in the upside down. That's why I'm thinking that Hopper is in that cell because you see. Uh, well, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that Hopper's in that cell. Maybe but that, it definitely maybe that means Russian base is it, in the upside down. It definitely means that it, he's in the upside down though, because yeah. nobody else in the in this season went into the upside down. Mm-hmm. So. Why else would they show those like ash flurries in the air I agree. If, I agree. if if somebody wasn't in there? And it's definitely Hopper. Like I, I, I think that's I think you can say that pretty definitively. I agree, and 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 that essentially was Stranger Things three pretty definitively. That was our take on it. Yeah. We liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I if there's I had a, to there's judge, a, there's them, a ton of stuff we didn't talk about. Oh but, sure, sure. But we don't watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch just it. watch it. Um. I don't know where I would put three on my list. I, I definitely loved three. Whether or not it was better than one, you know, it's funny that I used to think that I liked two more, and now that we're talking about it, I'm realizing that I had a lot of problems with two. I still loved two. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But whether I whether or not I think three was better than one, I don't know. They're so they're all so neck and neck. Honestly, they're I, all really good. Honestly, I think I liked see. I had. I had a hard time adjusting to this one too because the kids were older. Mm-hmm. There was something. I love that. There was something. Uh, there was some, because I I love movies like uh, like The Goonies, sure, uh, like Stand by Me, like It. When you have like actual like like groups of of young kids who have to fight against something that seems completely insurmountable for a group of kids but they sure. do it anyway that's why i love season one so much like throwing these kids into a situation that no kid in real life would be able to do but like in that kind of in that fantasy world it's so cool yeah so in this season when all the kids <clears throat> were like and also i'm completely aware of how big of shit bags kids are when they're at that at the age that these kids are in this season because mm-hmm. I was a shit bag at that point sure, in time sure. like it just it makes me like them less <laughs> a little bit like even if their characters were still still cool and everything I'm just like you guys are shit bags yeah and but in the first season it's just like man these are this is like a really cool group of awesome little kids who are doing some really yeah badass stuff and it's and now they're older kids doing really badass stuff yeah it's, it's, it's great. true i like i said I, I still love this season but there there's something about season one that i i, I don't think will ever be topped that's fair but that's i fair. would say season i love i love season one so the you, most so you're going one season, three two uh i would say one with two and three kind of being yeah. tied for a second yeah for me they're all so close it's i know it's a cop out but they're all so close probably two is lower than the other two yeah but yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's hard, man. Yeah. It's it's such a good show. Um, okay, I have a I have a quick little ditty to do here at the end here. All right, let's do I the ditty. I have a list of fifteen movies that were absolutely referenced in Stranger Things three. Okay, I'm going to tell you the movie. I want to see if you can think of the scene that they referenced it in. Okay. Okay. Number one, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh God. Uh. What do you got? What do you got? No. Nothing. 
It's the. Can you, uh, can you give me a hint at okay, least? Okay, uh, it's got to do with things coming to life. Things coming to life. Nope. I got nothing. The toys. In the beginning, when Dustin comes back from camp oh, and all the toys are on the ground, yeah. and third close encounters of the third kind, the the monkey with the symbols comes alive yeah. in the kids' room and all that. Direct direct reference to that. Second, Indiana Jones, and this Indiana is Jones. all of the movies, and there's a lot of different things that they actually do in this. Oh God, how am I so? so you need me to just pick one? Just pick one. Just pick one. Uh, and one of them you've already talked about, actually. Really? Mm-hmm. This is hard. This is not a, like, you should have... I don't expect you to get them all, which is why we're going to go through it quick. The better way for you to do this is to describe the scene, and then me t try and tell you what the movie is that they were referencing. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Okay. So what's the Indiana Jones so The Indiana Jones thing is actually three different things. In okay. the very beginning, when the you first... You just said three and held up the number two. <laughs> Dropped out of school at three. <laughs> um, it's the very beginning when the first machine goes haywire and the electricity runs through all the guys. Mm. Happens at the end of Raiders. Okay. Uh, also, the way that Hopper is always punching people and getting into fights is very Indiana Jones. Well, that's... But no, they, they the Duffer Brothers, I watched an interview, yeah. specifically said that. Okay. And then you have uh, Indy and his dad were tied to a chair in uh, oh, The Last Crusade. Yeah. And it's the same Steve thing as Robin. Steve and Robin tied yeah. to the chair and they fall over. Okay. It's the same deal. Okay, so now I'm going to... We'll do it your way now. Switch it. Uh, all the kids working together to defeat the evil. It? Yep. <laughs> uh, Hopper's truck slash the shitty mayor. Uh, Jaws? Yep. Mm. Hopper's truck is exactly, exactly like... Uh, so are their uniforms. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly the same. It's mm -hmm. crazy. Um, the kids are hiding behind the car as the Mind Flayer searches... Uh, um, oh, I can't say the rest of that. While the Mind Flayer searches for them and then Slash, when they are driving away from the Flesh Monster and the, mind and the Flesh Monster is chasing them. Uh, the Blob? Nope. No. Think of that. Think of that scene where they're driving away, and the camera's looking out the back of the car. Oh, Jurassic Park. There you go. Yeah. Um, L's powers are very force-like. <laughs> Star Wars. No. <laughs> I didn't have these written out this way. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, when they're gear when they're gearing up at Hopper's um, cabin, uh, you have uh, they're gearing up with uh, Nancy gets the shotgun, and Jonathan has the axe, and there's very quick snap cuts. Evil Dead. Yes, sir. Um, Billy, when he's in the Upside Down, he walks through the fog and he sees all these ominous people walking towards him. Oh, I guess somebody is in the Upside Down in this movie. Yeah, a little bit he is. Uh, is that the fog? Yes. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> the main Russian hitman. Terminator. <laughs> um, the monster in the third season is very similar to it, slash the body snatching element, and it is not Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You should get this one. Uh, the monster in wait the, the monst monster in the season is very similar to the creature in this movie, and so is the body snatching element. And so is the body snatching element. Uh, puppet puppet master. I'll give you a hint. It's your favorite movie ever. Oh, the thing. <laughs> very is that my favorite movie ever? <laughs> it it kind of seems like it. Um, the scene where Hopper holds up the gun to the Russian guy's head and the dialogue that says, you won't shoot me because you're a cop. And then the entire sequence is beat for beat the exact same scene from this movie. Uh, um, We're on 11. We only got four more. Oh, my gosh. By the way, I love that scene because he actually does shoot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he planned on fucking shooting him in the head. Badass. Ah, uh, damn. Um, we, never, we never, real quick, we never talked about this. I just want to say it real quick. Yeah. Elle was a badass in this oh, season. Oh, yeah, Elle was fucking so good. loved her sequences. Yeah. Um, lethal weapon. Mm, die hard. Die hard, damn it. He holds the gun up to the uh, Fabio looking dude's head. It's literally line for line, beat for beat, the dude, exact same scene. We watch it every year. I, I should know, know that. You damn should know it. Um, uh, oh, I almost said the movie. Uh, the <laughs> shot of the flesh monster screaming into the side of Nancy's face. Uh, Alien. Three. Alien three, whatever. But that set, that iconic scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was completely redone in this. All right. Um, besides watching the movie, you have the car that is racing towards the mall. Besides watching the movie? It's pretty obvious. Wait, besides... Oh, oh, uh, uh, Back to the Future. And yeah. the whole mall thing. Yeah, sure. Um... When Billy's car turns on the lights at the end of the parking lot. Christine? Yes. Nice. And then finally, not only does it take place there, but the kids slide down the middle of an escalator, just like in this movie. Uh, Dawn of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead? All right. Not only does the whole movie take place in a mall, but the scene where the kids slide down the center yeah. thing, they do that exact same thing. The shot is set up the exact same way nice. as the main guys in Dawn of the Dead sliding through the middle to get quicker to the other side of the mall. Hell yeah. And that's only 15 of them. There's so many more references in this. And I think that's what I love about this series mm -hmm. is that it's a love letter to everything I love. Yeah. And it's and, and it's done well. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like, oh and my god, not, the idea is so cool, but it kind of sucks in execution. No, it's, it's not, great. Well, yeah, it's not done like, it's not cheesy. Exactly. You know, they're not like, they're like, you don't look at it and go, oh, that's from this movie and that's from this movie. Like some of them you do, mm -hmm. but like uh, just the references that they use and there's tons of, there's tons of uh, references to other movies too. Like they, they do stuff like uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh yeah. Like four or five times throughout the entire mm -hmm. and and the music that they use. Like there was. They actually used Dawn of the, the score from Dawn or Day of the Dead rather. The actual score they used it in this. They, they used, actually used. They used some the other score stuff. from Back to the Future yep, too. Yep. It was the scene when Dustin was in the projector room trying to get a yeah, hold of. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, there's just so much jam packed mm -hmm. in these, and I, I love yeah, them. Again, awesome. you know, I'm gonna rewatch this whole thing too. I think. Yeah. yeah I, I have too. to, and it's only eight episodes long. It's like eight hours. Yeah. It's not that long. Um. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for Stranger Things three. Thanks, there's sir. a ton of stuff we didn't talk about, but go watch the uh, season and hit us up on social media. Let us know what you think. Please do, because actually I, I could talk about this for hours and hours and hours. However, Jay might kill us. Yes, he might, because we're spoiling everything for him. We'll literally kill you. <laughs> and then he I, won't have to record I'm, our stupid show anymore. You're off the hook, man. Just murder us. And you're you're going to be on the hook. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that does it, boys. If you uh, want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzzed Kill PC. You can also find us on all major streaming services on uh, every place you listen to podcasts. We're probably there, outside of Spotify and Pandora, and probably some other ones. But doesn't matter. Um, clearly, you've already found us, so tell a friend. Tell a friend. And if you want to find J-Raj, you can find me on all social media at Ocean Recording, and also check out www.oceanrecordingstudio.com for all your fantastic audio needs. Mm. You know, I'm picturing his voice coming out of your mouth because you're, like, mouthing it. <laughs> 
Sounds weird. <laughs> Sounds real weird, man. But it looks good, though. <laughs> it does right, look guys. good. All right. That's it. Uh, next week, we've got... Child's uh, we're, Play. We're finishing up our... Well, well not finishing two. up. We're doing part two of Child's Play. We will have our buddy Carney in the studio for the first time ever. Oh, Carney's coming. Carney's coming. It's going to so, be a uh, real carnival. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Cheers, boys. Just tell him not to bring the meth. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Try to have a good night. It's not my bottle. <laughs>